welcome to Pillar Talk episode 20. 20. We got uh, Dorian Gray, a.k.a. Young Mandela up in the house, man. Uh, it's nice to meet you, bro. It's nice to finally meet you. I've been listening to you since high school. So uh, it's nice to finally get a conversation. Uh, let, let's hear a little bit about yourself. Man, that's awesome to hear that you've been listening to me since high school, bro. Oh, do we? Appreciate the <laughs> we, love. We, man, were, the we were in the... Uh, we called it a possum alley. We sit oh, up we. in there. We sit up in there smoking a whole bunch and listening to you guys. That whole entire mixtape. That's in Monroe. Live. For, yep. It's right. It's yeah, right yeah, behind yeah. Uh, Subway. Right there. Oh, okay. it's that little parking lot right there. Little little possums get up on your car when you're back there smoking for like three and a half hours. You know? <laughs> that whole mixtape will get played twice, dude. The Subway <laughs> on uh, Monroe Street. Yeah, right there on Monroe Street. You just by right, the statue. Yep. There's a little parking lot right oh, there. Oh yeah, I already know what you're talking oh, about. Okay. Back in Possum Alley. That's dope. <laughs> That's, That's where dope. we go, dude. Yeah, man. Uh, a little bit about myself. There's a lot, a lot to tell about, man. But I'm a man of God first and foremost. Um, born in Detroit, raised in Monroe. Yeah, I'm a musician. You know, I started making music when I was probably six years old, and started playing the bass. And just fell in love with melodies and harmonies. And ever since then, I've been just curious about how I can create music and create plays. I went to a private school that made us do plays and operas and stuff like that. So I'm, I've always been into production, but didn't really know it. Yeah, that's 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 good. So you use that. That's sweet. So like you liked, and that's a lot of experience, even though like it was just you, you was a little kid doing it. That right. shit, like for real, that's, and then it brings on to, brings you on to right now. That's now you're making fucking, now you're making shit happen. Your website has too much stuff to read. I'm sitting there, <laughs> trying, I'm sitting there trying to write it down and shit. Like just send me a fucking screenshot. <laughs> Facts, man. Uh, yeah, that's a good way to look at it. I definitely do believe it was preparing me for today. Um, doing the operas back in the day, singing, uh, doing solos and choreography. So it, I believe that made me interested. Um, but even before then, man, I, I've always just been into, like when I watch TV or watch a movie or I see a music video for a song, I'll always be like disappointed when I see the music video come out for a song that I really like. Because I feel like I could have shot the music video better. Right. Or it was a different picture in my head. So yeah. okay. I think that was that was part of the grooming already. It was like, I need to create my own images to these songs that I'm hearing. So you do a little bit of everything. Anything that has to do with videography, make, you make your own videos. Is that So it's the dream team, home studios? Is that like a, that's, that's the team? Like, who is it? Who is the, you and, you're the CEO, I seen that. That's correct. That's correct. Um, Dream Team Home Studios is my company and the brand. So we do a little bit of everything. We're a media company. We're a, a television network. We're a, you know, a consulting company. You know, we do videography, photography, engineering. Did a ton of engineering out in California. Working with all different artists. Like building websites? Because your website was badass. Yeah, yeah. I was building some websites with, um, like, I collaborated with another company. But I also was building websites for other, you know, different companies that hired me as a consultant and my company as a consultant. 
and that was even in the automotive business. So it's like there, <laughs> there's no limit. I, like I'm not trying to limit myself to one thing. I was doing pictures of of vehicles, yeah, and like interior, exterior vehicles, selling. You're vehicles still doing online. your job. The the one yeah. thing you signed up for, you're still doing it. <laughs> exactly. So yeah. So yeah, and that kind of grew into videography. Uh, videography. I definitely give all glory to God for that because I never thought I was going to be a videographer. I went to church trying to pursue audio engineering and just trying to serve the Lord. And I was out in California at a church of 14,000 members, Abundant Living Family Church. And when I was there, I was volunteering as an audio engineer. And one thing that I found that was pretty pretty crazy was I, I believe that God used me in that situation too because I went through their growth track to become a member. And I filled out the information and told them I was interested in audio engineering and I passed them my dream team home studios card, my dream team card to dream team in big letters. And shortly after that, the church named their ministry that like for the people that greet you in the parking lot yeah. and like the hospitality ministry, they named it dream team. That's awesome, dude. Yeah. That's sweet. yeah. <laughs> Which I thought that was really awesome. That, like that, that's that, a message, dude. You got to keep doing what you're doing. Yeah, keep man. grinding. Yeah. <clears throat> so that, I really appreciated that, um, like just making that impact. But at the same time, it I came into that experience thinking I was going to be an audio engineer, learn how to run the mixing board for live performances and shows and things that we did out there. And I actually did do that. I was learning the mixing board. I was cleaning up mics after the shows. And for the pastor, I was putting up all the equipment. I got to work with some awesome artists like, Tadashi, Social Club Misfits, um, Joy Vantes, Paris, Paris, uh, Trees. There was like a, a lot of dope Christian artists that I met. Uh, Zanti. There, there was a lot of dope Christian artists that I met out there right. working as an audio engineer. But one day while I was at church, they asked me to run the camera. So they asked me to run the camera. They said, Dorian, have you ever ran camera before? And I said, no. They said, you want to learn? I was like, I'm down. Might as well. Yeah. So they taught me, uh, they just threw me on camera and told me the basic, you know, instructions on how to utilize the camera. And they were like, nah, this isn't your first time after I, I helped. And they just kept scheduling me for camera. And the audio engineer didn't really mind. So that's how I ended up working as the videographer at my church or one of the videographers at this, this large church, abundant living family church and began falling in love with 1400 people. You were, you yeah. were 14,000 or 14,000, 14,000. Fuck, That's a lot more. Yeah. That's a lot more than 1400. Dude. Hell yeah. 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 It was over 4,000 per service. Really? Holy shit, dude. That, I mean, that's a lot. Yeah. You were, that's a crowd of people, dude. For sure. Yeah. How it was big awesome. was that church? Man, it was huge. Massive. It was like a college campus, but bigger. That's <laughs> awesome, dude. Yeah, That's it cool. Was. It was uh, how long did you go out to California for? What what drove you to go out there? Uh, I give glory to God for that as well. I actually was working for Lazy Boy. Um, I was working for Lazy Boy here, uh, well, back in Monroe County. And I worked at the old Lazy Boy World Headquarters. And then they got a brand new building. It's beautiful. Oh, it's so Glass beautiful. Glass building, yeah. chefs, and touch. Yeah. You know, touch screen the offices. The head chef in there is my boy Mike Lyons, dude. Oh, really? Yeah. Sick, man. Yeah, he can cook. 
But yeah, sea cooks fire, dude. Fire, man. <laughs> so, so I was working there for a while in the call center, and I applied for a job as the assistant to the CEO of Lazy Boy Kurt Darrow. And when I applied, I was offered a position as the operations manager or warehouse supervisor for the Lazy Boy West Coast Distribution Center out oh, in Ontario, yeah. California. Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah, so I, I had to take it. My little sister lived an hour away from that location, and I'm big bro, so yeah. I had to look out for my little sister. So I took the position. It was a, a raise. I made, you know, it was like double the amount I was making before. They have chefs out there, too. It's a blessing. That was the issue, my brother. <laughs> that was the issue, my brother. So I'm, I get out there. It was a great experience. You know, I made more money. But then again, California, the cost of living is a lot higher. So it wasn't. So that raise wasn't so much. It was nothing. So much what you were thinking. Nothing. But it was still, you know, still a blessing because I, I grew my experience. I led a large team of employees, over 30 employees. I, you know, just I learned a lot. And learned, you know, went into the the career path of management rather than just working in the call center, right? Which was awesome as well. Um, but yeah, it was a great opportunity. Um, I ended up after that transferring to Trek Bicycle, which is another uh, company that I was an operations manager for. But I had a substantial raise to to move to that company, and. Following in and that company's the the bike that Lance Armstrong won the Tour de France on. Oh yeah, it's Trek. That's Hell yeah, dude. Yeah, and they actually gave me a free bike because of good it. performance. Yeah, I still have it. <laughs> yeah, because I was doing you know doing a good job as the bike's a, a trophy. Manager. Yeah, I got Lance exactly. Armstrong's bikes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I got one. It's nice, <laughs> over two thousand dollar bike. So I, I I thank God for that. Um, but yeah, man. Um, really awesome experiences out in California. I was there for about four years, but following leaving that job at Trek, that's when I started Dream Team Home Studios. I had already, of course. Oh, so it started in California? I had been engineering back here in, in Michigan for quite a while and had a good run with that in Monroe in my, ho- in my house, Dream Team Home Studios, because it started in my home Okay, in Monroe. But, um, yeah, I started it again in California after leaving Trek and had a heck of a run there as well dude that's cool and you come back is it doing good up here too i'm just getting started i'm just you know i'm just getting back oh how how when did you come back man i didn't even tell anybody that i was back this is the first this is breaking news oh shit break, 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 breaking news <laughs> live yeah holy shit dude he's he's out of the wet work dude even when i contacted him he's like well, I'm actually here right now. And I was like, "Oh shit!" Okay. That's fucking cool, dude. Yeah, <laughs> yeah breaking news. You're uh, you're come out. Here. You're come out on fucking pillar talk, dude. I, I feel Brain I feel jerk. special. Breaking news. Yeah. Let's go. Brain do, 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 do. <laughs> Breaking news. Yeah, coming soon. We about to get all these little sounds and stuff. You gonna get pew 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 pew. pew. There we go. There we go. Yeah, yeah. welcome back. Welcome back, our audience. You know, live audience. They were they 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 welcome you back, dude. I'm gonna customize those sounds here. Damn, you just came back. That's cool. We just came back from Arizona for four days. Nice. (laughs) I like Arizona podcast out there. Yeah, we did a we did our first out of state podcast. Oh, you brought the equipment in there? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Right through the airport. It was. We only got checked one time. That's dope. But they ripped it apart. That's not Yeah. They on ripped the way that back. shit apart. 
It looked, but when I seen the X-ray, it looked like a fucking, like a bomb. <laughs> you know, it, it looked did. like oh, it man. just. I, we couldn't see all your equipment. Yeah, because yeah, it was just the soundboard on top of these on top of the mic. And, you know, and the carry on. I thought you had a bomb. The yeah. first time they didn't even stop me at all. Not the first once. time they didn't give a shit. Second time they're like, "Look, this is why we're stopping you." That's and I was crazy. like, "Oh, okay. <laughs> well, I understand." How was your How was your journey to get here today? How was your day today? That's what I'm. <laughs> Blessed day, man. He had Blessed to use day. a fossil today. Yeah, I had to go back to the old school. That's the old you school. Know, no phone. I wrote um, that down so I could bring it up because that was funny. You you map quested. Yeah, I map quested. <laughs> you I, map quested. I, was, I thought I like what you thought when I looked up map quested. It wasn't even going to pop up like that. It wasn't a thing that they might not have made it. This through website the pandemic. has been discontinued. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but it's still popping off. They still got map quested. Yeah, and then you printed out the the you called up. Uh, Josh was like. Why is Rome Lucio calling me? Oh yeah, <laughs> we're, just like, we're just like we're just like answer. <laughs> Fact. Yeah, I I went to get my hair lined up. You know, gotta look. Where's the video at? Right, right there. there. Got to make sure I was fresh and clean. So I went over to Lucio's shop and met with my boy John Rivera, J Riv. Shout out J Riv. And you know, he got me a fresh lineup. I just got done getting a style and retwist. From uh, Butterflu, you know, I went to Butterflu and got a nice retwist. So I just like to support businesses around the town. Oh yeah! And even though I could have went to just one place and got everything done, I like to go to the different business owners and right. support each one. I like that. Give them each a little taste, you know. Yep, and give them some bread. I'm here for all of you. Yeah. Yep, because I would want them to support me, and they would. So what happened? For what had? <laughs> what made <laughs> like you use Rome's? I like that because that's what we do too. Facts. No, I, I see that, and that's dope. That's why we're going to continue to grow, and uh, as this pandemic shuts everything else down, we're going to continue to grow, yep. and then that stuff's just going to fade away, and we're going to be the new thing to watch. Yeah, keep going. That's what I, that's what I want to do. Exactly, but yeah, what happened is I watched that movie Get Out mm-hmm. last yeah. night yeah. with a friend, and I left my phone. And I just had to get out. After I saw the movie, I just had to get out. Oh, so you did what the movie said? Get out? Got out. <laughs> get the fuck out, dude. I got out, and I didn't even check for my phone and my belongings. I just Was got she out. a white girl? <laughs> <laughs> just saying, dude. Was, was nah, the family it was, a little bit creepy or nah, what? Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> the family was all cool. The family was all cool. That, it, was just, it was just, I was just at a friend's house. Uh, yeah. Oh, I yeah, I was just at a friend's house, but it was yeah, it was funny. You though. set me up for that I one. Set I had you to up. fucking you, send it home. You had dude. to send it home, man. <laughs> That's I can't man. give you an alley oop and you just yeah. leave, me, leave me hanging, dude. I wasn't gonna fucking break it, dude. Yeah. I wasn't gonna do it. <laughs> yeah, nah, but no, nah, something that's even funnier, man, is I met the lady from Get Out. Like, Did you really? The real like I, when I was out in Hollywood, I met the, the lady with the spoon. In the the hypnotized, yeah. No shit, that's awesome, life. dude. Mm-hmm. Who, who'd all did you meet out in Hollywood? Well, that story, I was at Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles with my <laughs> with my family, and the lady from Get Out walks up to us, and my uncle notices her, and I hadn't seen the movie, so I didn't really notice her, but it was also the lady from Forty Year Old Virgin, so right, I yeah, kind of okay. noticed her, and she had a whole bunch of chicken, like a bunch of bags of chicken, and she was like, she was hungry. She was hungry. And, and that's banging. Everybody eats Roscoe's chicken and waffle. So 
we talked to her and she was like, have you seen the movie Get Out? And I was like, uh, no, to be honest. She's like, oh, you got to see it. You got to see it. It's really good. You got to see it. It's going to creep you out. <laughs> yeah. But shoot, I never ended up watching it until yesterday. Last night. And then you left your phone because you were in a panic. <laughs> he was scared. <laughs> no, nah, I was like just deep in thought. Like yeah. I was like, dang, what percentage of this stuff is like kind of real, man? That's what it's I think about when I listen to like watch horror movies. Like this shit. How about this? I watched that 13 Cameras movie that's on Netflix, and it's about a landlord that's got cameras everywhere, hidden mm. cameras. But he's also, like, a creep, you know, besides mm. besides that. He kidnaps people and stuff. But it's like, how many houses do you drive by where this is actual fact? Oh, my God. What's the percentage? I'm scared. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. bet you it's higher than you would think. Facts. Oh, yeah. You, you Think about it. So there's there's creeps everywhere, dude. Yeah, especially these days. The world's an ugly place, mm-hmm. a real ugly place, dude. Yeah, and that's so why we find the beauty shine. in it. Yes, because it's the synchronicity wave is how he used Rome's. He had he was going to Rome's shop, and Rome was on the podcast already, and Rome called. He told us. me that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and then yeah, I didn't have my phone, and I was getting cut up by John. He buttered me up, you know, got me together, and just got a fresh cut. He he was like Rome was just on the show, so. I was like, man, let me use your phone. Let me like hit hit him up real quick and let him know I'm gonna be a little late yeah. because I don't got my phone. And he he looked out. Let me use my phone, uh, his phone to hit y'all up. So that was love. Shout out, Rome. Yeah. We're gonna make some music soon. That's a secret. That's a secret. Uh, what, what did he do? Did he? I didn't get to see his episode yet. Did he drop some music up here? Did he? Sh- did he talk about any new music? Uh, he talked about a little bit about. No, Is he, he doing music? I don't know. I don't know. He's he, still doing music. He promote, he's yeah, still he's doing, doing music. He's he's. Got, He's got a world tour coming up. He, yeah, he or does he music. he did a world tour or something. We didn't really get into his music a whole lot. We got okay. into his, his barber, barber shop. shop. Barber, yeah, his barber yeah. shop's doing well. We're so going to have him understand. on again to talk about it's his music. Ass. We're going to have him on yeah, another time. Yeah, Hopefully we I'm about to get this. I'm about to turn album. the music. I'm about to turn the music scene up in Monroe. In Michigan and Detroit. Dude, I'm ready. Ohio. I'm about to turn the I'm Midwest. I'm about to turn it up because I turned it up out in Cali. I'll, I'll support that shit. That's sweet. All day. So how many days have you been back? Not even a month yet. Oh, really? Yeah. Damn, dude. And I've been working. Then you're going to come in like a wrecking ball and bust shit down? Already. When you're ready? (laughs) Already on it. This morning I was looking at your first stuff you put on YouTube. Yeah, my first ever stuff? Yeah, the first stuff when it's it's like uh, Rudy Beats in there and... The very first song, like what is it, Black Diamonds or Black something? Diamond Boys? Yeah, yeah. I man. was like, oh, look at that, and then uh, throwing it back. The new one, when you go to the back picture, Mark Allen. Oh, Homecoming King. That's the new album, Homecoming King. I was like, oh, look at Mark. Yeah, that's my boy, yeah. best friend. That's my homie. Yeah. So my new album's called Homecoming King. Nice segue right there. I like yep. that. Appreciate that. Um, yeah, I got Mark Allen on the cover. I know he doesn't like to get a lot of like publicity, but I always throw him in everything just because right. I know he doesn't well. like it. Yeah, hey, it's like it, I don't like I don't want to be in the camera. It's an so inside like, joke. <laughs> if I can find any pictures with him in right. it, let's put that out. Let's make that the cover. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> let's put a music video out. Let's put Mark yeah. in it like with the leading star role. I put him in one of my music videos before. <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> that's what you got to do them. to your best friend to mess yeah. with him, man. But uh, yeah, about the Rudy Beats thing, he made that song the beat for. Uh, I don't think he made Black Diamond Boys. I don't know if he did that one, but he's in that video. Yeah. But the next one I watched, he had he had yeah, made. 
he made the beat for Poppin', which was one of my top singles, I think. It had like over 10,000 views on YouTube, which is a song called Poppin', Mandela Poppin' on YouTube, and Rudy made that beat. It was sick. So I had to bring it back since I was on my first album. I had to bring it back and get another Rudy beat mm-hmm. on my new album. Nobody really made, yeah, I made every single beat on my new album that's dropping at the end of this month, Homecoming King. But Rudy Beats has one beat, and I did that as a testimony to the fact that's that awesome. he, he right. That's sweet, the, you know. Got support. Yeah, you gotta you gotta give love because he gave love. That's exactly. awesome. I like that. Yeah. Exactly. I like how you. I like how you shout work. out Rudy Beats. Yeah, I like how you work. My brother. Yeah, that's a good. That's a good way. Anybody to go. needs beats. It's a good way to go after things. You, can, dude. If anybody needs anything to do with anything, just go to this guy. He knows what the fuck he's doing. I'm even cutting lawns. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> even cutting lawns, man. Dude, that's that. crazy. So do you what? So you don't do a podcast? Do you like like? Uh, no, I don't do a consistent podcast. Um, I would like help somebody if they want to set up a podcast. Okay. And mostly, I like filming them. Um, I'm not like I'm. I am an audio engineer, so I know how to set up a podcast. But I don't have the equipment that I would specifically want right, for a podcast right. yet. So that's why I'm not rushing into that. Right. But if somebody wants to set it up, I but can But you consult for help in the Okay, exactly. so that, that's consult. what most of that shit is doing. Exactly. You and tutor and everything. You tutor on what's your tutoring like? You would be teaching like the social media aspect and the, the audio or the well, audio visual. That's all correct. That more, I, tu- I more so tutor when it comes to audio engineering and producing. If somebody wants to learn how to use Logic or um, Pro Tools, or I've, I've used Cubase or GarageBand. Premiere. Uh, Premiere? Premiere Pro. Adobe. That too. You know, I know how to use that as well. I don't think I would be at the point of tutoring somebody on Premiere because I use Final Cut. Okay. And I use Premiere as well, but nah, I'm not going to take I'm not gonna take any tutoring jobs for <laughs> Premiere yet. That's because right. it's so extensive. You can go yeah. so deep into Premiere. I like using Lightroom a lot right now, After Effects. Premiere, but yeah, I don't like editing as much with, as far as like just Premiere, but like the whole Creative Cloud, as far as that is concerned, I do like using After Effects and After Effects and shit like that. We we just got started. We're just taking what we we started with. So so far, I just do the little clip and fucking paste type shit. I haven't gotten into. Basically, we we said here's our idea. The teaser was the first thing I ever put out, and that was on the twelfth. Okay. Of what? September. September. Yeah. So we've been yeah two months ish. Man, I got swords and stuff in here. Yeah, yeah dude, we're fucking legit. It's official, bro. Yeah, all that arts from people we know. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's all family art. That's See, y'all all. support. Y'all support your everybody. Your people. Everybody. Yes, sir. We're y'all supporting just you bump. now. You want yeah, to try the it. podcast? We got. We're supporting you. We. Now, you've been supporting me. You said you've been supporting me since high Dude, school. fucking high school. Bro. <laughs> yeah, I know, you, have. I know you've been banging me since high school. So, I we, like that. You guys we, are doing it professional. Yep. We work with your brand. That's dope, bro. Yeah, we're trying to get, because the whole point is to get you out there, you know, help you get out there. I love what you're doing, man, because uh, out in Cali, I did a lot of this, like, similar stuff, man. Um, not as heavy on the podcast, but I would offer it for clients if they needed it. But really, like anything that an artist would need, we helped them with. 
That's fucking sweet. I, yeah. We seen your website. It was fucking dope. Oh, I appreciate I like, that. You ready to hear what he does? <laughs> yeah. The list. I, yeah. I started it's writing big. it down, and then I was like, dude, I'm not writing this down. Yeah. Bro, it's got, a lot of stuff. Pages, yeah, just pull up the site. If yeah. you need. <laughs> Real talk. Yeah, you read my business card, and you like need a magnifying glass to, to read yeah, it. Yeah, you got to get the fine print. Like, yeah. Oh, this motherfucker got the fine print. He's got something. Oh, shit. He does like. all this. <laughs> Yeah, and honestly, for like fucking twelve years that I know of, yeah, no, seriously, man, I I couldn't put a number on it, but I know. I mean, if if you guys had fucking tapes that were good as fuck, oh, appreciate. When I was, I've known, I've known you since probably '08 is when I met you at the trap. Yeah, '08, dang, that was uh, maybe '09. That's crazy, bro. '08, that's when I graduated. So can you imagine, like, remember, I was remember making... Remember when I brought that dude over to rap battle, you guys? You and Mr. Yeah. yeah. Dude, he brought his girlfriend, too? Yeah, yeah. I still feel bad. That was my last rap battle. <laughs> that battle made me never want to rap battle again because I felt bad because I bodied dude in front of his girl, and his girl was mad at him. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, dang, bro. You ain't never going to make it, Dante. <laughs> <laughs> it was, that's what it was like. It was bad. I was like, man, I don't want to make people feel bad. It was. You guys did good. Yeah. You guys really did that's good. That's a good outlook, though, if yeah. you don't want to make people fucking feel bad. But I've been trying to bring rapping. people together for, since fucking forever. No, you yeah, have. Yeah, because you're cooking them, but I like people roasting me, too. Yeah. Like don't, <laughs> I like the competition. Don't get fucking cynical and like yeah. say some shit like, like, oh, yeah, you got a brain injury, you fucking retard. But don't do that. <laughs> but that's battle yeah, rap now. Yeah, that's the, So yeah. I'm like, yeah, that's the new battle rap, so I, I had to step up out of that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like throwing that hate, and then you gotta look at somebody and you gotta hate them just to get and the then battle. I remember one of them necessarily hate the guy. They you know? study each other. They're like, okay, what can I study this guy for like two months on everything about his life? So when I get in the ring with them, I'm gonna just hit yeah, him with a bunch of personal. That's his. Right? That's that's yeah. that's what he's best at, like comedy wise. Is I mean, it's good. It's roasting. good for comedy and it's good for entertainment. But it's once just, he knows that's you, not me. You're done. <laughs> well, <I have> to, <laughs> Once he knows you, you're done. I love you and you love me. Right. We start fucking. Well, that's like a. What's together. it called? Jeff. What's the dude Jeff, that roasts? Jeff Ross. Jeff Ross. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. what he does. It's like a professional. He gets paid a lot of money to do this stuff. So yeah. I respect it. I'm not. I'm not mad well, about like, it. I see his roast. They don't mean nothing to the actual person. It just says you no, look like yeah. something. You know. It's not like you're. Well, you're coming here to get roasted like first of all. So if you're gonna get butt hurt when Jeff Ross roasts yeah. you. Exactly. Maybe you're in the wrong place. Right. Shouldn't came. Shouldn't have signed up. <laughs> yeah, at all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you came to watch the fucking Roastmaster? Oh, okay. You're mad? <laughs> yeah, I went to the comedy show out in in Cali on, I think it was Hollywood Boulevard or Sunset Boulevard. But he, he performs out there all the time. Jeff Ross. I met him and everything. I've been throwing, like, bombs into the stars trying to get people on here. It's coming. The Rhino, the wrestler, Darren McCarty. Well, he's around Monroe, isn't he? Yeah. Darren McCarty's a four-time Stanley Cup champion. He's coming on the 10th. And he's bro. coming on here on the 10th. Dope. So Darren McCarty? Yeah, yeah, dude. Oh, that's dope, bro. Yeah, dude. I got. That's I don't know I, much about uh, hockey, but I got a next-door neighbor who was big on it, so he always put yeah, me on. I'm not even big on hockey. I met him as a fucking comedian. I watched, him, I watched the show. He was a comedian. I walked up to him like, dude, I don't even know you as a fucking hockey player. Oh, shoot. I see you as a comedian. Four-time champion. He's funny as shit, dude. Bro, what the heck? I did not know he was a comedian. Dude won the Stanley Cup with his goal, 
And mm-hmm. I fucking was like, what's up, bro? I, I know you as a comedian, dude. dude. That's Hey, he must be good because... He just learned about funny. his hockey stuff since we, I literally, since we Since I him. talked to him, I researched him. Yeah. That's nuts. That's all I know him for, is the hockey stuff. He does a bunch of weed stuff in the community. He does a golf charity. A bunch of stuff. He actually, I learned from my... <coughs> said that his uh, one of his nieces has like a chromosome issue and for her to for her to concentrate she uses she uses uh, for her to concentrate she uses hockey to help oh, so. stimulate her senses enough to make her get on the thing <coughs> Darren McCarty and a whole bunch of others like old fucking uh, Detroit Legends come and play their hockey team Wow! You know, like once in the beer year. leagues yeah. for an exhibition. That's what? cool. That's awesome. That's super dope. But like you know, they're like little sixteen-year-old, seventeen-year-old kids and shit like that. And Darren McCarty and fucking probably Maltby and fuck, you know, they all just hook up and come and fucking play these kids. And, and they, hey, by the way, I'm gonna tell Darren McCarty that you cried during his movie. I don't care. No, I hundred percent, hundred percent. So. No, it was a, the, the Russian Five movie where it shows where Konstantinov gets into that car wreck and now he's paralyzed forever. It hits home with, with him, with with T-Rep over here. Yeah, this motherfucker's on the plane looking at me while I'm Waiting for him to cry. He I says, know it's coming. He says, you got to pay attention to this part. And then he's sitting over here in the corner looking at just me looking. while I'm fucking crying, dude. I teared up, up, too, yeah. personally. It's just one of those things, you know, it. Three days after the championship, they got into a limo accident, and now he's paralyzed forever. Damn. He he I, he's can use a walker now, at small small intervals, but yeah. But I I got to do that. Like I I they told me I wasn't gonna be able to walk or talk really, really that good. And wow. I tried really hard to fucking do it, and that's that's how I did it. And I seen him on the fight. He was on the skates on his fucking wow, uh, bro. walker and shit. But he got his. Head, he got an internal head decapitation. His head got detached from the, the, the spinal cord. They said Who was that? Constantino. Uh, Constantino. Number 16 of the cha- when they won in 97. <laughs> That's crazy, man. Right after he won, right? Basically, they said it was the worst a- brain injury you can get without dying. Wow, man. <laughs> yeah, man. I love hearing testimonies because it's like, the fact that we're alive is such a blessing. The fact that we're alive, like, we, you could die so many different crazy ways, Dude, man. It's hard to be alive. Bro. It is. I fought my hardest to be alive, and now, like, I went to a point when I was recovering where I wanted to die, and, and but I fought so hard to be there to the point of where I wanted to die and shit. I was like, you know what? I really love, like... I, it's it's a battle being alive, and I want to battle because I'm having a good time. Oh yeah! Like I, I'm I'm gonna smile again in the future. I promise. Yeah, for sure. That's the excitement of it all. So, uh, um, shoot, I was gonna ask you some stuff about that board because I do this for my church, mm-hmm. and that's kind of where we're at right now. We want to get a new soundboard, that and one that can work with all of our cameras. Like if I have like my cinematic cameras, mm-hmm. can I link? Those cameras to my uh, mixer. I not. I don't think this one. This one's just for podcasts. This one's literally a pod. It's oh, okay. it's called the Roadcaster Pro. 
So the one I'm getting is like the ATEM or something like that. And that one, I believe, can do cameras too. And then you can like switch different camera angles and stuff. Yeah, but I know that's you awesome. can. I, that's actually really cool. Yeah. Because I know that you can get that and that to work as one, but that's about it. That's the one you guys need because then you can like like fade into a different angle. Like a fade into the like a wide angle of all of us show. talking. Yeah, for the TV show. Of a wide angle of all of us talking. And then switch the camera that's just your close-up. Switch the camera that's your close-up. Yep. That's my close-up. That's actually the original plan was that. And then logistically and like need need of shit. need of like let's just keep rolling. We're just trying to get out there. We're, I'm throwing shit in the trunk as we're rolling. Whichever whatever's making us go the best is That's what we're using it, at right now. You guys so are killing it. All I'm, I'm just an enhancer, so it's hard for me to like shut up about stuff. But this is what I do, bro. I love doing multiple angles, wide mm-hmm. angle, like making it look like real TV, man. Yeah, you know, it's cool. We don't need to go to Hollywood for real. I already went. Yeah. I agree. We went out to Vegas, and the dude wanted to hire him. And I was like, no, dude, we're doing this at home. We're doing our own thing. We yep. got, I already got something planned. Dude, we just, I just need you to believe. <laughs> Good choice. It's easier because I'm at home. I'm with people. And now Ryan, because yep. he's going to start his own cooking show. We're going to have a cooking show Sick. on our channel now. contest. So Brain Jerk's going to be like a TV channel. Brain Jerk's just the umbrella. Exactly. No, I know. I do the same thing with Dream Team Home Studios. I have some shows coming out, man. And, uh, yeah, bro, it's it's not just going to be me. I want other people to have their shows and yeah, have their stuff on. Promote everybody. Because sometimes, sometimes you don't, you know. No, Mr. Uh, didn't really rap battle, yeah. bro. And uh, he rapped a lot, but, like, just on his own time. Mm-hmm. That's the type of cat he is. He's dude. a rapper. He can always make something sick. But he, he's he not going to rush for you. <laughs> yeah. He's not about to rush for you. He does stuff on his own Where's time. Where's he at? What's he doing? Uh, he's in Murrow. That's oh, my dog. He? That's my dog. He's still making music. We actually got an unreleased track. Ooh. Fire from oh. recent. 2020. Yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. for real? Some fire. Oh, my God. You see. Yeah. It's not back. on the album either. You guys are back together? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to tell all my fucking friends from high school, bro. Ryan, listen. Brother. Listen. They're back together, dude. <laughs> Shout out D. Mills, too. Where he at? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know where he... Like, that's my cousin. I'm about to come pop up on him. Live from the Hustlers Depot. From Uncle Mars, that's still the OG, too. Uncle Mars. <laughs> Uncle Mars on the beat. Ain't nothing changed with the leaves on the trees. <laughs> that's a dude. I Dude, I love that shit. Dude, that's from a long time ago, but I, I still been searching for that shit, bro. Facts. I could too. probably get it if I can get a hold of Ryan Hall, but yeah. I don't think I can get it. D-Mill's got a lot of that stuff, too. <clears throat> we got a low-key. Yeah, I'm about to try to get D-Mill's. Me and Mr. Back in the booth, though. We got to go. That's a crazy good, one more time. That's a good idea. That's a really good idea. Sure. I, I, I support that a hundred thousand percent. Yep, I'll be yep. The, I'll be the fucking number one fan in the show every show. Breaking ah! news! Breaking news! We we need you back together. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But regardless, I'm gonna keep dropping class. Yes. Yeah, that's awesome. I told I told my friend we, I was like, <clears> dude. I'm talking to fucking young Mandela. He's like, no, you're fucking not, dude. <laughs> he started singing Fresh Cut, too. <laughs> love. That's love. Classics. Dude, that was good. And Man, you know what song I think about during that era the most, probably? What? Munchies. 
Oh yeah, smoking on the trees got a nigga feeling hungry. Oh, oh man, I, I think, think I got, got the munchies. <laughs> oh man, I think I, think I got I, the yo, that song right there. That's bro. hot, dude. That's and hot. Had, and then we had the show where we threw out the little twenty-five cent chips in the crowd. Yeah. We made it rain twenty-five. Oh, cent did chips. you? Re- yeah, bro. That show was classic. You shut bro. that shit down, yeah, dude. Shut it down. And when Juicy J was there too, and we still shut it down. Give me that's a bag of Cheetos, yeah. bro. I'll be so happy. That's my favorite. Much rap love group. to Juicy J, but we shut that show down. Bro. <laughs> I don't think he did nothing harder than that. That's awesome, dude. Throwing out the munchies chips, bro. You got to show love to the people. That is so cool, dude. <laughs> I'd be so happy. Hype. I'd have been a fucking super fan. I'd have been, I got, the, yeah, I'd I'm have about, been, I'm I'm been to California Yeah. Man, y'all need, to, like. y'all need to blast this to everybody. I'm about to give y'all some exclusive stories. Man, Juicy J, shout out to the OG Juicy J. I remember, I think it was that same show or one of the shows we were at in Toledo. <clears throat> we were with some females. And we were in like a VIP area and we performed or we were going to perform. But Juicy J had asked the chicks that we were with to hop on his tour bus <laughs> or like go back. Not back. I want to say it wasn't backstage, but get on the tour bus with him. Right. But they were with us. I was like, yo, like, you sure? <laughs> <laughs> so like Juicy J for real is like a Mac for real. He Dude's trying like, to hijack you. <laughs> he ain't playing. That's probably his game he plays. Man, big money. Big stacks. I couldn't debate with that or compete with that, but they didn't go though. Ooh, that's cool, dude. That's exclusive. That's a cool story. That's exclusive. That's exclusive. Ooh, give me the tea. Give me the tea, young Mandela. Not like that Get Out tea though. That's that. That was crazy. That shit. Yeah, I didn't like that movie either. And I'm a white man, so you know I didn't like that movie. Man. What else? Uh, Cali, man. Who else did we meet out in Cali? I met uh, Thundercat, which was one of Nipsey Hussle's OGs. I met Nipsey Hussle, R.P. Nip. Um, I met the lady from Get Out. <laughs> I met... Before you even knew she was from Get Out. Facts. And then I met the um, Nipsey's other friend, Jay Stone, went to his listening party. That was dope. Um, be real, be real. That's a legend right there, man. Um, Andy Milanakis, mm-hmm. you did? Yeah. Does he look older? Freestyle battled Andy Milanakis. Did you really? Did you fry him? Fried him. Does he look? <laughs> <laughs> Does he look older? Yeah, no. like he he looks like almost thirty now. <laughs> no disrespect That's no disrespect I love Andy Milanakis yeah. I was one of his biggest fans I got peas on my head But don't call me a pea head Bees on my head But don't call me a bee head Bruce Lee's on my head But don't call me a lee head Please yeah. excuse me I gotta get my tree fed yeah. Yeah. It's my show I'm Andy Milanakis It's my show I'm Smandy Schmiller Schmackas Ah, dude That dude was hot Bars He got bars he, he had bars back then He looks like my kid's grandma Yeah <laughs> Love to hey, Andy Milanakis got the best food too. I'm trying to have a meal with Andy Milanakis. I'm gonna put that out here. Yeah, in the in the, uh, the yeah Andy universe, the Andy. four of us come sit down. Yeah, we're trying to yeah come sit down and let's have a good meal when we do it. Yeah, dude, dude he he's a good cook. Man, he he stay eating some exquisite meals. Oh, so he just ooh yeah, and we'll freestyle again. Freestyle I'm not, I'm not telling Andy people Milanakis. I bodied you, but I didn't I didn't lose. <laughs> it was just a friendly freestyle, but I didn't right. lose. That's cool, dude. You seen you seen Jeff Ross out there? That's my Jeff favorite Ross. dude of all time. I saw dude. Jeff Ross. 
Oh, at the comedy store, I saw a little bit of everybody. Uh, Ashley Larry. Oh, really? Ashley Larry out there. Saw him out there. Um, I went to a Marlon Wayans show, or not a Marlon Wayans, a Sean Wayans show. Oh, really? Yeah. Was that good? Dope. Classic. Oh, yeah. A lot of cool, a lot of cool stuff like that, man. You had a lot of good experiences out there. Like the You're glad to fucking send that application in the Lazy Boy. You yeah. got in there when it was uh, a shitty, that shitty building, the old shitty old building, didn't you? Mm-hmm. You guys got moved up into the <laughs> fucking big boy building. Yeah, I was there with the old building, moved into the new building. Had the tea and coffee bar and the chef. The mm-hmm. Shout out to the chef. You know, him. I don't know, I don't know. Yeah, Mike Lyons, dude. He's a he's he's a cook, dude. Great chefs in there and great people in there. So. Um, that was a great experience. Oh, he fucking loves his job there. He he thinks that's it, it's so great. Like you I know, can imagine why it's beautiful. Executive fucking meals for executive. You know, he's really putting his skills to work. Like yeah. he went to school for that shit. That's awesome. I would love to be called a chef, dude. I'm just a fucking dude that knows how to cook some things. I cook up beets, <laughs> so I am a chef. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's that's, <laughs> that's a good one. Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> yeah facts. Do you just you got a beat maker and stuff? You do it like that, or how how do you do that? I am the beat maker. Oh, you make the beat? Yeah, because be, once again, I started in the orchestra, so when I hear a beat, I dissect it with my ears, and I can hear, like, every little sound. So oh, so I just you piece can, by piece make it. You got a lot using of instruments. Logic. You, I use Logic. Um, that's my dog of choice. Okay. So I don't have a lot of instruments. Okay. I have... But all you can the put them all. Yeah, you can. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good I way have to... number one instrument. <laughs> I have every one. Yeah, I don't have a few instruments. I have all of them. That's cool. And then you put them together. That's actually even a even a cooler way to think about that. I thought beat making was less than that. Like um, in the box. And then now you're fucking throwing a thousand fucking instruments together to make a fucking sweet ass beat. Facts. Um, I want to. Stop at this point in the show to say that I had a mask coming in here. I've been wearing a mask. Everybody wear your mask out there. Be safe until this virus is good. Dr. Fauci, and he says it straight. Yeah. This isn't a political statement. This is just because I have parents. You know what I mean? I have parents that are up there in age, and I want them to be safe and healthy. All right? So that's yeah. what I wanted to say and now we can get back to the the interview. Let me take this off. That's a really good thing to say and I I understand that that's a good message and yep. bringing your heart into it and telling them, you know. Man, we can have fun but you got to have some some educational pieces yeah. in there. Yep. I feel like I'm somebody that that wants to inspire people to do something greater. That's what you should do. That that's a really good fucking thing and people that positivity shit that that mm-hmm. hey man I, I can help you do this i can facts i can find a way to sharpen that sword of yours and we can get you out there like i i could see you like promoting a lot of people like putting oh, yeah. like you can even put like comedians on and, and stuff like that get their oh, yeah. uh, get their stuff out there with the videography and shit like that like i'm working with some clients now in all different spaces and oh really uh athletics um Sports and really, it doesn't matter. I would do a comedian. I would help promote a com- comedian or help consult a comedian. Yeah, that's um, yeah. Corporations. I I love working with all different businesses and um, yeah. But I just love music, though. That's always going to be my yeah. Music is going to be the main goal, and I really hope you and Mister put some shit out because I need it. Oh yeah, I need I it. Need it. It's yeah, not. It's I, not a I, want anymore. It's a need. I'm gonna put that on Mister. Mister, when when we dropping that track, bro? Yeah, when it's done. When, my part's dude, done. 
do you want a 300 pound tattooed up maniac at your show you need to put that shit out there dude my verse is done I'll come with my shirt off, bro. <laughs> Hold up, you trying to get him to do drop the track and not drop the track? <laughs> He's like, never mind. He was like, oh, that's promising. Oh, never mind. That nah, dude's getting naked. Nah. I ain't doing that. You might want to see the tats though. You got some dope tats, bro. Yeah. Just the shirt. You He'll ask you to tats. be his dad. But it feels like it really does feel like. St- Somebody that I've been a fan of for so long, I get right. to meet you. I want to meet Mister now. I want him on the podcast, dude. He needs. You heard that, Mister? You got to come on the podcast. That's because I'm a fan of both of you guys. Like uh, I've been a fan since I think 16 years old, dude. Man, Just we're underground. We were, yeah. we're underground. Yeah, you think we're underground? Oh, fucking Monroe. Monroe Dope. knows you. I'm. Everybody in the class of 2011 knows who you are. Everybody who right. smoked a joint with me or a blunt with me <laughs> that knows who the fuck you are, dude. Man, I want to keep it underground because going out to Cali and like in the industry and stuff, um, I have connections in the industry, so I can't say too much. But I do want to say, I I prefer to be running my own business. Yeah, working that, with my people, with my family, yep. with my friends on your terms. On that I, that yeah. grind, that real underground, real grind. genuine shit too. I'm about it? to start pulling up on Detroit rappers too. That's cool. And just, I want that. Hey, let's let's drop a track. Let's shoot the video. I got all the equipment to shoot the video, so, so don't procrastinate. I got the studio. Don't procrastinate. Don't say you don't got bars. I got bars. Don't say you don't rap with lyrical rappers. I'm a lyrical rapper. Don't say I'm too professional. Yeah. You know right. what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I hang in the trap. I go to church and everything, but I'm yeah. about to start pulling up on all the Detroit rappers, too. That's why I came back. That's awesome. Then you want to put us, and you went and sharpened your sword on how to get, like, how to do it even yeah. better. And you <laughs> came back here and you fucking want to put the yep. your hometown on the map. Yep. That's kind of what we want to do. We want to bring everybody that's doing something. That's what, like, pillars of the community. That's what the pillar talk is. is I love what you're You're a doing. pillar of the community. You're really trying to bring everybody together, too. Thank you. And we're, we're, we're trying to fucking, we're trying to do that, just trying to get everybody's voice out there, like, Promote what you're doing. You're not trying. You're doing it. Yeah. Bingo. My vision statement and mission statement is making positive progress for the universe one day at a time. Yeah, that's that's all you got to do. And 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 then because like the end of at the end of the day, you got to answer to yourself before you go to sleep. You you get that 15 minutes of dead time. Even if you're sleeping next to somebody, man, you're still thinking about that. You know, thinking to yourself. And I always make sure I I go to bed thinking I, I did I did what I was supposed to do. I'm 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 ready for for bed. That's what yeah. Try, that's what gets me to try to go to sleep. You worked hard. You did your best. Yep, I did what I was supposed to do. I didn't fucking I didn't go be negative to anybody. I didn't fucking spread no hate. Right. No, that's that's beautiful, man. And I'm the same way. Um, for me, I have to read my Bible before, I, like, right when I wake up and before I go to bed. That's what keeps me on point. And if I start my day and I don't do that. I feel off. Like I didn't drink my coffee. Like some people have to yep. drink a coffee in the morning. I don't drink coffee. I just, I have to read my Bible. Every day I got to take a walk in the morning to sort the, mm. the I got a little bit of PTSD from a, from the accident. Okay. And I got to sort my PTSD out on a walk. Do you mind me asking? Before. It was a car accident? It was a motorcycle, motorcycle accident. accident. I wrecked the motorcycle and Man. crashed into a van, blew up and Whoa. got a brain injury and shit. I wasn't wearing a helmet. Stupid. Man, but I'm just happy that you're yeah. here, bro. Uh, yeah, I am too, here. you know, and, and, and the redemption and dedication it took me to come from not being able them tell me I'm not going to talk or walk or 
be able to do anything anymore and i did it that that dedication i'm bringing it here and doing it but like i still need help like i still need therapy and i still need help but i i in the morning i i take that walk to sort my my mind out before i i freak the fuck out or you know like i I don't know how the ptsd i don't know how it's gonna work every day you know so i just take a walk bitch at my dog while i'm taking him (laughs) for a walk you know dog He's a boxer pit mix. Sick, bro. I got a, a dachshund, a wiener dog. I just got a, I just got a uh, cane corso from Serbia. Big old dog. Yeah, fuck yeah, dude. You he's got a two pu- big dogs. He's a puppy. Yeah, oh yeah. Dang. We we had a uh, English mastiff. He just died at uh, a ten and a half. Oh, I'm sorry for your loss, yeah. bro. And then uh, we we got a we we had a cane corso on the line. We were gonna surprise my dad. COVID happened, and then fucking. We had to wait for the next litter, and now we got a, a puppy named Cyrus. He's 12 weeks old right now. Fucking gorgeous. That's dope, man. Sharpest teeth you ever saw. Oh. Oh, yeah. He doesn't, doesn't know about its ability to lock its jaws yet. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I love dogs, man. Like, even big dogs, little dogs, it doesn't matter. All yep. animals, I really love animals. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, I have a really tiny dog. I love those little tiny dogs. I like when you can put them on your lap and shit. Oh, yeah. There's a chihuahua here. I'm surprised it didn't bark at you when you came in. Dogs love me. <laughs> You're the only person. For real. So he pr- he probably does. Yeah. See? That's awesome. Yep. It yeah. Does. Everybody else gets barked at. Sometimes I feel like Dr. Doolittle. <laughs> 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 then hold my tarantula. <laughs> uh, nah, see. <laughs> <laughs> That's an insect, though, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. No, it's an arachnid. An arachnid. So that's that's is that technically like an animal? It's an no, arachnid. It's an ar- it's an insect. It's, I said I said all animals. It's an arachnid. Yeah. yeah okay. Yep. All right. I'm with. I'll I'm agree with opt that. Opt out of that one. I'll agree with that. I'm opt out of that one. You, you, that was Touché. a good. It was a good <laughs> use of words to get the fuck out of that. That was a good I've one. I thought this through before. I love every animal. I'm not touching that. That yeah, is exactly. not an animal. <laughs> it is actually the scientific name for that, isn't it? That's wrong, Father. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love animals. Keep it that at that. If it's furry and shit, you don't. Know, what about a naked mole rat? You gonna you gonna hold one of those? If it's yeah. an animal, yeah, you're right. Okay, yeah. dude, sounds fun. You gonna fucking pet a fucking tiger? Heck yeah. Yeah. Where's it at? I wish I had could have. If I could pick any animal to have, it would be a puma. I if I take my time, I take my time to get to know that bad boy. We have to spend a hey, day together. Hey, big guy, how I you doing? I pretty much have to raise that fucking tiger from a baby. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much, but I mean, like in the wild, like you want to do a South Siberian me, tiger. If it was like, nice, you know. If it's trying to eat me, obviously I'm gonna throw rocks at it. <laughs> <laughs> tink, tink, like that, like that video of the the puma that was going after that guy. You threw rocks at it at the very end. I'd have thrown him a lot sooner than that. And though. it worked. Yeah, because it wasn't trying to kill him. It was try- it, He had walked up on her and her babies, mm. so sh- she was just basically get the fuck away from me. I see. So, but she was lunging and chasing, and it was—I'd have been scared. But she shitless. wasn't trying to. She wasn't. She wasn't showing aggression. Him. She was just. She but was she was lunging and chasing. She, was, she yeah. was backing him up. Kept backing him up. Oh, I would have backed up and kept him moving. Yep. Man, that's crazy. Far she, he threw a rock at it. I can't it kill any head. animal, dude. Uh, I would uh, pick one of those though. If I knew, if I could raise it as a baby, and I knew for a fact it would never kill me, I'd pick a puma. Hmm. Think. That'd be my animal. I would like one of those uh, ocelots. It's like a eighty pound cat. 
It's, oh. or no, it's like a like a forty pound cat. It's like the little one with the the, so you, the high you, ears. It's you pick a wild cat too. Yeah. I'd raise a full lion. Like oh, Simba. dude, you would be the coolest dude ever. I'd I'd be Joe Exotic, dude. <laughs> I look yes. like I would be straight Joe version. Exotic's third husband. Yeah, but this is a straight <laughs> version. <laughs> so this you is know. The, this is a straight version though. Like I I would be Joe Exotic with a big lion, and he'd be protect my house. You'd hang out with my wiener dog, and we'd be a cool family. There was one of those lines. A wiener dog and a lion were friends at one point. I, I think I they're, saw They're that. pretty famous. Give the wiener dog that. a lion's mane, little, like, necklace <laughs> and shit like that. <laughs> like father, like son. I'd do it. But, yeah, um, on some real stuff, man, my album's dropping soon. Yep. Do that. Win, win, win. Do, do, do. All right, so... I'm doing this Nipsey Hustle style, so I'm dropping it early for my day one supporters. That's why I came back here. Okay. So I can either physically give you, like, if I saw you guys today, I could send you guys the link mm-hmm. to the album. Yeah. Or, basically, yeah, that's basically it. Like, if if you're not physically around me, I can send you the link to the album through email or messenger. Right. Yeah. However you like. But I'm dropping it early like that rather than dropping it on streaming platforms because I want my feedback. I want my day one supporters. I want my feed. I want the feedback. I want them to realize it's it's a royal release, Homecoming King royal release. I want all of my real true supporters to get it first. I want that shit. <laughs> Got yeah. you. I want that shit for real, Got dude. You. That's why I that did shit. it though because like if I dropped it on the the streaming platforms, of course I'm gonna get like one cent per per song and per or per stream. Every time somebody listens to it, I might get like one point zero 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 of a cent. Right. So that's why I'm dropping it like nip, and I'm just selling it. I'm selling a link, and I might not eat like at first I was gonna drop it on streaming platforms on Thanksgiving. Yeah. But I've thought it through. Like I might not even drop it on Thanksgiving, bro. I have like six albums out right now. Go stream my albums. Oh really? Hell yeah. yeah. So so this one's for the. This is for y'all. Yeah, he's yeah. got like, like he's got like sixty eight. Videos on YouTube. Bro, this is for y'all. This is for the day one supporters. That's fucking dope. That's who this album's for. Everybody else that wants to stream it, y'all can wait. Well, I like... (laughs) I like that, too. You know what I'm saying? Message me if you want. I like seeing the progress of you starting... I Like, like you were young when you were were three years older than me, so you were young. You were just out of high school when you were doing this shit. And now you're at this level, and it's it's cool seeing the progress of of what you're doing. That's... That's that's what's cool about me, inspiring to me. Like, dude, one of my, I was a fan of you a long time ago. Now I get to interview you. Like, now I Bro, feel like <laughs> that's love, and you inspire me doing this. So I, that's why I love hearing that I inspire you. That keeps me going. Yeah, that's. I've heard I've heard people say that they're rapping, but now they're thirty. I'm thirty now. I don't rap, bro. You yeah. talking about I'm 30. Yeah. I'm like, so what's that mean? Two chains was like 36 when he got on or something right. like that. So. I don't stop. I'm 30 years old too. I don't stop. Right. And at the same time, um, that's my goal. I want to inspire the the young generation, the people I see out scamming right now, the people I see out bumping these certain rappers that are gangster, tough rappers, yeah. shooting each other, killing each other rappers that are stuck on that and are scamming and trying to sell drugs and sip lean and pop perks and stuff. Yeah. I'm, those people, I'm, I'm purposely making beats that sound just like your artists that you listen to. My lyrics are going to sound just like the artists that you listen to. But it's going to be some But it's going to be some shit. real talk. Yeah. And you're going to be like, wait a second, is he talking to me? 
Yeah, none like, of you oh, guys. Shoot, were- I was selling drugs, sipping lean, but then I almost went to jail, and I talked to God, and He got me out of it. All right. my other friends are hooked on stuff, selling or stuck in jail, locked up, but God got me through it. And it was all because I listened to him and right. I went that path rather than continuing to talk crazy and doing all this. Yeah, that's what you need to do because it, the, they're just trying to poison the youth when, because the, the on, industry man. is set, is that that the, you know Takashi six nine ain't nobody gonna fucking listen to that guy unless informant the, they six nine blew him up. informant number six <laughs> yeah. nine. Yeah, that's no disrespect to him because like. If that's your image, that's your image. Like, I respect everybody's hustle. I don't tell the drug dealer on my block, hey, I hate you. I'm going to kill you. Even if I really do feel like I don't want, you know, what you're doing, what you're doing. If that's what you have to do to feed your family, I can't judge you until I know your story. Yeah. So, Informant 6ix9ine, no disrespect, or Takashi 6ix9ine, maybe he got robbed and his family was, life lives were on the line and he had to do what he had to do. Yeah. I don't vouch for that. That's that's some punk stuff if you snitch. But and I but I don't know the full story. Yeah, fuck. I just fuck, know yeah. the news version that You're got right. out to me. So if we sat down and talked about it, we'll I'll decide yeah, what type I'll of cat he is. That, yeah. But yeah, that's a good bro, way to look at things. That, the way I look at it is, man, we, no matter what my situation is, I can't speak for anybody else. No matter what my situation is that I'm going through, even if it's hard, even if I have to go to jail, even if I have to fight for my life. I'm always going to stand for something. Right. And I'm always going to follow my dreams, and I'm always going to go the way that God wants me to go, even if it is the hard path. Right. Just got to do it. Just let it. It's not in your hands no more. That's what you're doing. No, I gave up. I gave my soul up. It's going to be how you were doing. That's cool. I like that. That, But it's worked out. I like seeing the reason why what, what makes people do what they do you know i like hearing the backstory about that shit that's why i like talking longer than you know you promoting your shit and then you're coming out and then you're telling me about what drives you to be better and shit like that that's why i like to hear it's crazy like when i heard you talking about the car you know the car accident man the reason i asked more about it is because i've been in crazy car accidents too man I've been yeah. a, a multiple rollover car accident. That, that fucking that when that life flashes before your eyes, you, you look at life a little bit different, you know. I got PTSD too. Yeah, that's you, you know gotta, what I'm saying from from driving cars and from street life stuff. Yeah, you know, and it's not war PTSD. I'm not going to compare myself yeah. to anything like that. Oh but, no, no, the, the, but PTSD is PTSD. It's, it's, it's whatever. Yeah. It, I've, I've been reading a lot about it okay. because I'm trying to understand it without taking drugs. Any drugs? Man, I, don't, I love that, bro. Because I'm, I'm, totally, I'm against pills, man. Yeah, I'm me heavy too. Against, I'm heavily heavy. against pills. If you want to smoke weed and grow something from the earth and take care of it, I respect that. You know, I think weed's about to change the, the city I'm they're from. Really, they're really you know, going to. It's, really it's about going to change Monroe around for the better. And because there's a bunch of people that are there in Monroe on pills, addicted to pills, yeah. addicted to perks, addicted heroin. to heroin, addicted to all these drugs that are, oh, weed's a gateway drug. No, the gateway drug is the pills that you're giving them at the doctor's office yeah. when you say, oh, my knee hurts. Well, take all the, take this script of pills. Yeah, that's why I told them. I don't want those fucking pills, dude. They're going to give you a bunch I'm in of pain, pills, but I don't need no fucking pain pill. Look them up right there in the office. Read them to the doctor when you're in the office. Yeah. Before, because they should be reading it to you. Yeah. But the fact that they're not, when they give you the pills, the big script of pills, say, wait, wait, doctor, this says that this is the same thing as heroin, and it will get me addicted on stuff, and if I run out of these pills, what am I going to do if I still want more? And I keep coming back, want more, but I can't afford it. What do I do then, doctor? Yep. People aren't asking. They don't care. They're making questions. money for prescribing that shit to you. They're making money. 
because I, I hurt my knee. Uh, I had to have knee surgery, and they, they tried to prescribe me pills. And I looked it up and did the research myself and prayed about it. And God was like, don't take those. Yeah, don't do not do it. Don't do it. And I've never I been about that. Smoked weed, and I never had an issue. My knee got crushed in the motorcycle accident. They repaired it. There's no work done to it. They just put the crushed bone, and they just mended it together and messed it back together. Told me I wasn't going to walk. Now I'm walking. It's painful, but I don't need no fucking pain pills. It's not Praise that bad God. yet. It's not that fucking bad yet. You know, mm-hmm. I can I can weather the fucking storm in, right. in order, in, or I'll be sitting here like this. Yeah, you do you yeah. want to be an addict on the on the streets, yeah. potentially homeless, robbing TVs and yep. hooked and acting out of your, out of your character, or do you want to pursue, deal, deal with the little pain, yep. deal with the little pain, find some natural ways to get get rid of that pain? They got CBD oil, they got uh, teas that you can drink. Not oh, to get out for tea. Real. I'm gonna keep saying that. Not yep. to get out tea, but they got teas that you can drink that take away the pain. CBD oils. They have. If you don't like smoking, you can rub it on like lotion. There's lotion. Yep. You know. There's, yep. there's, there's all type of stuff, of bro. You know. There's yep. all different type of alternatives. Food that you can eat. Yep. Edibles and drinks. So there's there's so many alternatives that they were trying to ban and make sound illegal right. while they were selling you something. And now it's the best thing for fucking. But. Cancer, everybody that's going through uh, chemotherapy is taking CBD now instead of eating all them fucking pills and all that shit. And it's helping them out a lot better because it's actually a fucking plant. That's the Deadpool sword? Uh, it looks like, or, or no, that's just the old school. That's just, just old school. That's like that old school fair sword, too. My buddy's got the other one. It came with two. I, I, got, I got a picture of the Deadpool sword on my phone. That's it's pretty dope. sick. Signed by Ryan Reynolds. but um, That's cool. The like, imagine you get cut open by a sword right now. You're not gonna want a band aid only. Like, yeah. here's a band aid. Give me my super glue. Yeah, I need <laughs> super glue. No, you don't even get no super glue. It's just like, here's a band aid, and it's like I'm still bleeding everywhere. Like, you're gonna yep. need something to heal you. Yeah, to heal you in the long run. Like something that's gonna cause that scar to go away and to heal. I feel like that's not even. I feel like the facts are when they're giving you these pills a lot of the time. They're not to heal it's you. It's not to heal you. It's They're to just, it's to make you forget about the pain. It's a band aid. Yep. It's a yep. band aid. And then you get addicted. Pursue the and healing. Yep. And that's what even not even talking about like injuries, even the mental. Not all of them, but some of these cases, no. some of them, all of them. Not all of them. I won't take no fucking. No, no. I'm, I'm talking. They make me feel weird. Some some of these mental issues can be worked through. Yeah. You have to talk it out. You have to be able to, to voice voice it and stuff like that. You can't be. You can't have that macho man attitude when you're talking about it to a therapist or something. You have to be honest. You've got to fucking really tell them, like, "Hey, I thought about killing myself a couple of days ago because it was hurting, you know, and I and I was stressed out because I had another night terror, and I really thought about I wanted to die, you know, and and." That's how they talk about it. I mean, you saying that to them makes you feel better instead of taking a fucking, I think I I took a mood stabilizer and it made me feel nothing. It made me feel monotone. So I fucking, I shut that shit down. Let me cry every day. I like crying. I like laughing. I like fucking being. Yeah. I like, yeah, that's good, man. And what you're doing right now is therapy for me and for you. Yeah. A hundred percent. So that's, that's the good thing about it. I think you should continue to talk and do this rather than take pills. Yeah, and I'm not. I'm with I, you on that journey, man. We can we can travel the world talking about not taking pills yeah. and, and 
and smoking weed instead yep. if you really need to, or not smoking weed, eating weed, Dude, or rubbing weed on, or, or, or just has, talking, and, yep. or praying, or meditating and taking yep. a walk. Bro, I'm with you on that journey, man, yep. because like just like when we were in high school and we saw people talking about drunk driving is not cool. Buzz driving yeah. is drunk driving. I'm willing to go to school to school and talk and, and have a campaign against taking pills, man. And taking and fucking cool. doing anything. Just Heroin, don't, drinking yeah. lean. He wants to be a motivational speaker. So. For real, I do, because because I it. feel like there's a lot of people that, that are fighting these battles of pain and alone of and they're fighting it alone i want them to know that i'm here and i know i've been through it i've seen some of this shit and i just want you to know that i love my life and i found a way to love everything through all this fucking pain and all these injuries and stuff i still am happy every day i wake up every morning i'm so happy to wake up like sometimes i don't sleep because i'm scared to go to sleep sometimes i'll sit up there all night and i'll be mad that i'm not once the sun comes up, though, I'm a fucking different guy. I'm up. I'm he awake. sees humans, and he's like, oh, hey. Yeah, I'm stupid, I'm, inspiring, bro. Yeah. So I... You, I you, when do you have your troubles? You said when you're sleepy? Sleep. At night? When you're sleep. Sleeping? I have some troubles during the day. It's it's rare at, in the day, but at nighttime, 100%, I'm scared to go to sleep. And because I, I wake up in night terrorism in a panic, and I feel like I'm going to die. My heart's going to, like, blow up or something. Man, no. I, I don't... It's not that bad, and I'm praying for you, bro. Yep. I'm going to pray for you before we get off of this, but um, I struggle to sleep, too. Like, no. I, I have insomnia issues some, sometimes, but most of the time it's self-inflicted, can't, me just not yep, turning can't, off can't the Can't shut that mind off. Can't, can't shut yeah. my mind off. Can't uh, not turning my phone off yep. and stuff like that. But, you know, some people will say, yo, you're a Gemini. You know, your minds, our minds race at night. So I have to really be intentional with my sleep, but... That's something I think that also might might have to do with the accident, maybe yep. a little bit. But yeah, man, I got into a couple rollover accidents, man. Two twenty fifth, a crash two twenty fifteen, Chrysler two hundreds, and folded them up pretty good, man. But by the graces of God, I didn't have a scratch on me after these accidents, man. And it was scary too. Like yeah, but that near that death that near death experience, I had one of those too. But I got burnt. I got a brain injury. I got my stomach gouged open. Wow. That's it. That's it though. I just had to deal with uh, the recovery of these burn these these shit. But that PTSD is the same because you you said I'm going to die. This is yeah, it. I'm man. gonna die. Man, just because you got out of it fucking unscathed, I got out of it unscathed. I can walk, I can talk, I know my own name. I'm I'm good. Like so, I don't really don't. I'm not. Is it driving for this for you? That's hard or no? I, I'm good. I I just get weird. I just uh, p uh, scared. I'm scared of a lot of things. Just period. Okay. Like, scared of doing new things. Scared of scared of. I don't know. I just get a not fear either. of. I overthink everything. So for me. I don't really think that it's it's to that level, but me personally, it's like I don't play around on the highway no more. <laughs> like, yeah, when I somebody yeah. else is driving, I make sure they're just as serious. Like, if I was driving, yeah, so. I don't, I don't text and drive. I don't fucking do that you know, shit. That's not take my it very seriously, man. So, yeah, man, I find it inspiring how you're handling it. Um, you're staying away from the pills. Um, you know, I smoke you a ton have, of weed. Smoke though. a ton of weed. Yep. Um, and you talk to people. Yeah. 
not even it, going to and pay me for talking to all you the time. is therapy for me because first of all we connected at a different level but now i'm not thinking about my fucking problems at all while i'm sitting here talking to you because i'm trying to think about how to get this conversation because i love that i'm having a good conversation you know i want to get i want to get deeper and deeper into this conversation instead of me being like oh my god uh shit it's gonna be late you know it's gonna be nighttime soon i'm gonna have to fucking try to go to sleep and get all scared when when i'm by myself i get fucking weird right so i'm just not gonna do that Man. Now, and now doing this like for real i wake up in the morning and i tell everybody good morning and i tell them i love them and i tell them something positive because in order for me to leave my house i have to walk around the block with my dog and I have to think of something positive to make me positive. I still got to live with my daddy and I'm 27 years old. I still sleep in, I sleep in his living room right now because I'm too scared to sleep in a bed. And, Can and I give you a bit of uh, good news though? What? The fact that you're even here. Oh yeah. Is a blessing and shows that you're here for a real reason. You know what I mean? So every day that you wake up and take that walk, you have to remember, like, out of everybody, you survived. You made yeah. it another and I, day. And, bro, I, and I made it. Amazing. And I'm and I'm uh, exploding with, I'm I'm doing a lot, like, and I'm and I'm using my my own personality. He he's using my my personality to fucking put me out there, and and it's helping me. So. He's putting me out to the world, and he's and he's literally helping me, giving me therapy every day, and me spreading that love to somebody, and they feel that love. It makes me feel good, and and that that just helps my mental more and more and more every day to make me not need these fucking doctors because all they want to do is give me more pills. Facts. And and I don't even want to take sleep meds, but I have to right now because if not, I really would stay up for like eleven days straight until I crashed. Dang. So. Yeah. I almost went to the psych ward. I don't, uh, j just right before this started, dude. Uh, what, what was it like a month before it started? I I wouldn't sleep in my own bed, and I wasn't sleep. I walked for eleven days straight, walked in circles, <sighs> and fucking it was just couldn't sleep. It got weird. I almost called the fucking mental hospital, and I I started a little uh, plant, a house plant business with my mom, and she's got it going really good. And like making little house plants selling like decorative house plants and different nice. house plants. She has like two hundred fucking plants in there, and we're just like, just we're we're making house plants for people and we're selling them. So that's, dope, that, that's what we were doing, and it was mom and son. Yeah, heck of an entrepreneur too. Yep. And then he we started doing this, and it, once it got fucking real, it got real. You know, we this started, is going to be huge. I'm just going to say that right now. Mark my word. That's why I like to hear. Appreciate that's, that. I like to hear that. And you're going to be huge too because I am Love. dying to hear your music. Like, man, I can't wait for you to hear this new album. If you haven't seen the first two videos that dropped off the new album, you have to, bro. Okay, I will. You have I to, will. bro. You both have to. We we watched uh, hundred hundred ways. Hundred ways. You yeah. watched it. Okay, yeah. so the hundred ways is the, the first. Intro. That's the intro. Yeah. That's the intro to Homecoming King. 100 ways. Shout out to everybody that plays Grand Theft Auto. Grand Theft oh, Auto yeah. 5. That was a good one. I honestly feel like Grand Theft Auto 5 is the greatest. It might be the greatest video game of all time, but it's definitely the greatest Grand Theft Auto game of all time. Um, but yeah, man. Do you well, stream San it? San Andreas is really good too, though. Man. Do you stream um, playing it? I don't want them to kill me in the comments on that one. Bro, I like uh, the one where shit. San Andreas, yeah, San Andreas. I like that one the most. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, that's actually probably everybody's favorite. The storyline's hot, dude. But man, five is good, bro. Five, five is fun. It, it's it, not fair how like yeah. the graphics and like with it, the fact that you can do everything, and they just keep updating it is is next level, man. So that's what that video that video has a similar storyline to that. I'm. It looks like you were man. streaming in there. Yeah, Are I was you playing a, online. Do you stream GTA? Uh, I've been asked by a lot of my younger fans. They want me to get into the streaming on YouTube, so yep. that's that's that, that, that that's should be in the next. future, dude. Cause that's I, coming that, up next. Y'all Twitch. heard it first here again. Another Twitch. first, dude, Twitch, dude. YouTube. <laughs> We're just uh, bringing you back from Cali and showing you the world right now, dude. This is <laughs> I'm giving y'all all the exclusives. I feel like dude, we're 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 not big enough platform for you to be showing all your <laughs> shit to. <laughs> Bro, hold up, man. Y'all don't know what y'all got going here, man. That's see, I'm I'm the skeptic. I'm he, showing every, y'all are out of Monroe though. See, that's why I'm always gonna say y'all are the biggest in the world. Right. Y'all are the greatest in the world. You yeah. know how Rick Ross used to talk? We're the biggest in the world. Yeah. yeah. We're gonna be rich forever. Like he talked like that because he was manifesting it and putting it into fruition. And so that's how I talk now. It's like y'all already are the greatest in the world. Why why are you not? You know what I'm saying? Dude, I see, I like I like I see the your way logo right thing, here on the table. I see it on the wall. There's people in Cali with big money that aren't even branded this well already. Y'all are the greatest. Dude, that's... Oh, my God. Dude. What's funny is I'm, I'm he, last night he's like, dude, I forget what he said exactly, but he was questioning it. Why? I believe now. Say it. Say it. Say it. And I was no, like, he, dude, I've been saying it. He said, <laughs> I got... He called me. He said, I got Darren McCarty for the 10th. That's so big. And I and said, I'm are you fucking kidding break, me? More breaking more breaking Huh? Yeah, the 10th, 10th of November, November dude. Darren in twelve McCarty. fucking days, dude. I like to be. I like to be able to say I came on before Darren McCarty. Yeah. Ah, yeah. that's yes. fire. That's fire. Shout out, shout out the Red Wings. Yep. Oh yeah. Forever, yeah. dude. You got the Pistons on you right now. I got the Pistons and the Lions on me right now. I'm so Michigan, man. Oh, dude, so Michigan. Did you see Michigan beat fucking Minnesota? They whooped them. They whooped the shit out of them, dude. I like that. I got the Lions on. Oh, dude, you're Michigan as fuck, dude. Where you out and in Cali? I, I was repping this out in yep, Cali, too. Yep, I like that. Heavy. That's what I like to hear. That's where I, I like to go, too. I got a mask that's a Michigan mask. That's know, dope. Just repping. He's it. also got a kitten mask that he wears everywhere. Repping. No, kitten. I lost that. Oh, did you? Lost the kitten mask, RIP kitten mask. Oh, yeah, speaking of Cali, I have a music video that is it shot in Monroe and in Cali. Nice. Oh, really? I just dropped it. Like you yesterday, mother, you motherfucker! Like <laughs> two days cool. ago. Speaking of, what's it like shooting a music video? It from your perspective, for people that haven't never done it before. Um, it depends on what perspective. Like, are you shooting it for a client? Or are you shooting it for yourself? For you, for your Let's both. Go for, you, for yourself, but but for yourself, okay, yeah. For myself first, yeah. It's amazing. It's fun. If you have help. If you have a team with you, it's hilarious. Like it's fun. It's hilarious. It's exciting. It's creative. Now, if you're shooting a music video for somebody else, it can be a lot of pressure and stressful. Oh, so yeah, I get that. But if it's you doing it, like, so yeah, like like the people starting off shooting their own music videos and stuff like that. Well, if it's somebody that just started off. I would say at my my point at the point I'm at now it would be fun because I'm really just helping them probably like showing them what I can do right. and helping their boost their career. 
but if it's for somebody that's like already a big name artist and you're shooting a video, they're probably going to expect a lot. The videography game is crazy right now. Is it? I know there's a ton of people doing it, man. It's not. It's cinematography now. Like it's movies. People shoot movies, even if it's just a YouTube, a YouTuber. Yeah, some of the YouTubers got some real good quality fucking videos and shit. So, yep. dude, we actually had Pete, drones. We had stuff. Pete Rendina on here. He's got a show. He does a show in uh, Pete's Garage. The guy from Pete's Garage. Yeah, he does a show. He's it's, got a YouTube. It's channel. like a little. It's like a little. Uh, he does a, comedy, a show in there? Like a little sitcom. It's pretty cool. Man, I'm trying to help film on the Pete the Pete's Garage Pete Rendina show. I'm gonna put that out there too because well, that De- sounds dope. Devin's watching. Devin Rucker's watching. So he'll definitely put a word in for you because Devin Rucker fucks with everybody yep. doing anything. He's probably gonna be Man, hitting you Dev up. Dev is my dog. I'm already yeah. Working he's with already Dev. hitting you up, dude. I'm motherfucker. Shit, Dev. dude. He already yeah. worked. Dev's already been worked. on here this whole time shouting shouting you out. Man, shout out Dev. We are. Yep. That's why Dev is shouting me out because we already worked. We're, we're Jesus, working on some stuff dude. right now. Yeah, bro. I'm, I'm working with every, whoever's everybody. working. I'm working with him already. That's Shout awesome. out Zay. Shout yeah, out Zay. We're trying to get him, I'm trying to get him on here too. If he hasn't had He's an episode, really he needs busy. an episode ASAP. He's yep. just been busy. Zay, get on here, man. Quit playing. He's a busy man. Dev came at us, wanted to be on. He, he came on at us. Yep. He yeah, he definitely okay. was. Just Num- making sure. But number Zay, nine. Zay, I'm I'm putting that into the atmosphere. Zay needs an episode because. That's a young black man doing his thing, clothing line, fresh. Ooh, hell yeah. On his hustle, entrepreneur. I love seeing that. Yep. That's he's good. got a lot going on. I like I'm pretty that. sure he's got a podcast, too. And everybody we bring on, they shout out more people that we should have guests. So, we, we dude, our guest list keeps growing and growing. When we started out, we had like 50 people we wanted to interview. Man. And now we're, we're, we're already planning for over 50 episodes right now. You guys are going to keep keep rising like the fact that you guys made it comfortable for yourself yep. you're just gonna keep rising man you gotta get my little sister on here cause she's she's the hottest in the game period. that's awesome to, to tell she's, her that we're, we're good people she's a stylist yeah she styled for Big Sean Kelly Rowland oh Mc- hell McKee yeah Stanfield uh, and that's the dude from uh, Get Out he's on Get Out yeah <laughs> <laughs> if you reference that movie one more keeps time, going dude. Back to, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Keeps going back. Uh he's in that movie, um, and on Atlanta and a lot of other stuff right now. Um he styled for Migos, helped Migos before. I got some big fish that you know, dude. Yeah, some, she she's done a, that's my little sister though. She styled damn. for a little bit of everybody. Your bloods, you you just got a fucking star bloodline, dude. Bro, my little my little cousin, shout out my little cousin, Hitman PG. Um, he's making beats for Black Boy JB. Holy shit! Yeah, Black Boy JB just dropped an album. He has a song called Brownie and Brown. LeBron James and his son Brownie and Brown. He has a song, and Hitman PG produced that. That's, That's fucking awesome. dope, dude. That's yeah. good. You know everybody out here doing it, man. Musical family. I look forward to fucking your new album. You're gonna have with Mister. Oh, oh. <laughs> I look forward to Homecoming that. Homecoming you know? King coming soon. I want. I, I don't know what that album. I'm looking forward, called, to, but hopefully we can make that happen. Yeah, dude, it, I'm calling that out. I'm shouting that motherfucker out because I want Mister. Talking right about putting Zay in the atmosphere. I want his. Yeah. You want Mister? Yeah. Yeah, I want his signature right here on my table because I, I want the whole BTS in here. The whole old school brothers that sacrificed BTS. Uh, back in the day, BTS, me, we bought that shit. Yeah, me, oh, yeah. I love that shit. Me, D Mills, and Charles. You know what I'm saying, Mister. We we need we all need to do an episode, but 
shout out my boy G Finesse, man. I'd probably Josh cry Lewis. if I, that happened. If <laughs> like I had you three in here, I'd probably fucking cry. <laughs> Dude, I'd be a legend at Monroe Middle or Monroe High School, Middle bro. Right. You, you better are. fucking bow down to me, dude. For I'm fact. sitting here. They should just put you an office. We all both in the office. <laughs> Monroe High. Yeah. And then, like, instead of having announcements, like you guys be like, "Get your butt back to school." <laughs> you better do what the fuck. <laughs> you better do what the fucking teacher says, dude. You guys will be doing weather reports. You guys will have a radio. <laughs> Gerald, station I heard you've been High. fucking up, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Gerald, you need to get that fucking f up, dude. Yeah, I know you're sleeping. Back. We'll bring the radio back strong. I would like to. I would like to do that. That would be sweet. Come on, man. And, and, and I guess we're doing it right now. So yeah, we're doing it, dude. That, this this has been awesome. Do man. you guys have like a? You guys kicking me out right now? No, no. hell no. No, no. Okay, so because I want to talk about albums, bro. I got a lot of albums up. I, I think people are asleep on the amount of work I have, and. You were producing out in Cali too while you were producing out there. I worked with some fire artists that are going to come out, and I already know they're going to like break in and get industry deals. And I'm gonna be like, dang, I worked with them. That like I should have signed them or something. Or I should, yeah. I should have kept working with them. But I like just being a part of people's journeys. But yeah, man, I have a lot of albums out right now, and I'm gonna fall back and start helping other people. So I'm gonna, I want to let people know about these albums. Let them know. So. You you're talking about the brothers that sacrifice yep. album, or the the about that stuff album. Y'all see, I don't cuss anymore. So y'all are talking about the about that stuff album. That was with D Mills and Mister. That was probably one of the first projects. Beautiful, um, it was beautiful. Classic, thank you, bro. Um, but my personal first album was the Picture of Dorian Gray. Picture of Dorian Gray. That was a solo album. It was my, you know, debut album. And it was about the book, you know, the Oscar Wilde book, The Picture of Dorian Gray. Yeah. It was a play on words with that. And it had the, the cover with myself in, like, the fresh white suit sitting in the chair. But then it had a painting behind me. And it had me, like, old, all my sins, like, old, decrepit face. Oh. That, that was it's just like the book, The Picture of Dorian Gray, because when he looked at his painting all of his sins came back into his body and he died. Oh. But if he didn't look at his painting, basically he had a one of the best painting painters in the world. This is the story of the picture of Dorian Gray. This is a real book by Oscar Wilde. Um one of the best painters in the world came to this rich guy Dorian Gray's house and he painted a picture of Dorian Gray and he loved the picture so much that he started to cry. Cause he said, I'll never look this good again. I'm just going to keep getting older and older. I'll never look this good again. And you know how rich people are. Right. So, <laughs> so he sold his soul to the devil and said, I want to stay as young and as rich and handsome and wealthy as this picture forever. So basically like at that time, his soul went into the painting or whatever, and he put it up in his attic or in his closet. And, People like he could get shot, he could do all these sins, he could do anything, and he stayed young. People around him were dying, getting old, and dying. Right. People were getting killed. He couldn't die. He was even in the League of Extraordinary yeah. Gentlemen movie, and he get shot, and he wouldn't die. But when he looked at that painting, all his sins went back into his body, and he like he completely like combusted and died. Oh shit! Crazy book. 
That's a good. Uh, that's yeah, a good book. Story. That's a cool yeah. book. It was crazy, but like, and it's about you. No, no, no. Nah, so I want to clear that up. Like, that's why I dropped the album because I wanted to change that story and let people know, like, don't sell your soul out for looks or for fame or for fortune. Oh, that's I cool. could have went out to Cali and sold out and got a deal and did all that. Oh, uh, yeah. I didn't sell out. That was my storyline. Like, I'm never going to sell out or sell my soul to the devil. I'm never going to sell out. I'm going to stay true to myself and true to God. That underground shit, that, that, that's the best shit ever out there. Guy. So that's album number one. Um, album number two. Welcome to Hollyweed. So the first album I recorded it in Detroit, Eminem, Royce the Five Nine, and I think it was called Mixed One Studios. I recorded that in. Second album, Welcome to Hollyweed. I recorded that in my out of the trenches, out of my house, um, out of a, a dog hotel in California when I was struggling when I just moved out there from Lazy Boy and realized that they, they weren't paying me a lot of money in Cali money, mm. <laughs> the cost of living no, no. in Cali was no joke. So I was staying in the dog hotel with my dog, Choo Choo, and I was in that bad boy producing beats, tracks. So Welcome to Hollywood, that album was fire. Um, funny thing about that is I had a song called Welcome to Hollywood. And some of my employees at work, because I was a manager at a warehouse, some of my employees at work had heard my music and were bumping it. And they came to work and were like, hey, what's up, Hollywood? And like, calling me Hollywood. I'm like, bro, I'm, like, I was their manager. I had to, like, set them straight. Like, nah, like, get back to work. <laughs> like, I had to get serious. <laughs> but, but, that ain't me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Dorian here, dude. I had to that was young line. Mandela. <laughs> I had to draw a line. That's that's always been tough for me to keep like to draw that line, like corporate, right? Professional yeah. rapper, like. But um, the cool thing about that was, you know, it all worked out. Like that didn't music never stopped me from being able yeah. to to tackle my career endeavors and stuff. So yeah. So that's album number two. Welcome to Hollywood. I talked about Nipsey Hussle on that. Spoke it into existence on uh, the song Say Hello to Hollywood. I said, tell Nipsey Hussle I'm a hustle too. And um, when I said that, I ended up meeting Nipsey Hussle at, at a dispensary and talking to him and Sam, his brother Sam. And he told me, I believe in you. You know, keep going, Mandela. Keep going. Keep going. Um, you moved all the way out here from Detroit. You're going to make it. Just keep pushing. So I was like, wow, like, he be- why up. would he believe in me? You know what I'm saying? Like, He's he right. He could have just clowned me or something, but yeah. he, he felt that passion too. And I felt his, and he was telling me to push his brand. He had that Marathon OG that he had just dropped, oh. which is still selling out of the stores. But um, he he was telling me to push that, and then I met him again at the Snoop Dogg 420 concert with Wiz, Snoop and Wiz. And that was a, that was a real crazy story because he – he walked in line like we're all in line you know regular people gotta wait in lines mm-hmm. with or not with uh nipsey walks by the front of the line where i'm standing at and his bodyguards walking in front of him and i walk up to like dap nipsey up and his bodyguard holds me back pushes me back like hey hold up what you doing and nipsey pushed his bodyguard out of the way and dap me up like what's good what's good fam and i was like dang like he's so down to earth that he remembered me yeah pushed his bodyguard out of the way and showed me love. So that's how I knew, like, Nip, 
man, R.I.P. Nip, because Nip is the realest one, and he he bought land in his own community, bought a corner store in his own community, had uh, a food spot, a barbershop, a hair salon, a clothing store, Marathon Clothing, dispensary. He had everything, but they were trying to take that from him. So just that's all I'm going to say on that. But, man, shout out Nip, man. But, yeah. Shout out Nip. Shout out Nip. That was album two, Welcome to Hollyweed. Album number three is Step Into the Sanctuary. Step Into the Sanctuary. Um, That album spoke about going to church. Um, When I first moved out to California, there was a lot of struggle with being a young manager, not knowing anybody, feeling alone, not having people to vent to. Um, People expecting me to go Hollywood or to change when I moved out to California, losing uh, connections with my friends. Uh, a lot from back home and it was a tough time for me and it was causing me to slip into sin into a certain lifestyle that I didn't want to live and I had to get closer to God like I know how to do I've been through a lot of situations in life where I've seen people you know lose it lose lose hold of themselves because of sin because they're living fast and going to parties and spending money and chasing women so when I caught myself feeling low and stuff and, you know, relationship problems too, I can be open about that too. You know, missing my, my girl from back home that I was dating at the time and us breaking up and not right, right. out. That, that was also adding to it. So I had to grow closer to God and get in my word, get in my Bible, and God pointed me in prayer to a group of soldiers, warriors out in California so now I have, I'm way stronger than I was before because I have some warriors in the Word of God that pray with me, that taught me to study the Word of God even better. And shoot, man, that's why it was called Step Into the Sanctuary because I got into this church of 14,000 members, Abundant right. Living Family Church, and stepped into serving. And that's why that album, I, I dove more into my story of who I am, but one of the songs on there was Don't Take Pills. Like that. And let me um let me think. Because I wanna make sure I'm not mistaken. You might have to fact check me on this, but it might have been Welcome to Hollyweed. It was Welcome to Hollyweed, where I had a song Don't Take Pills. Um, DTP. It's called La La La. And that song had clips from Kanye West when he went on to TMZ. I don't know if you guys remember that. But Kanye West went on TMZ and he like wowed out. Yeah, yeah, I remember. yeah, yeah. <laughs> he flipped out on TMZ and was like talking to Van Jones and was like, or not Van Jones. One of the many times people were like, "Oh my God, Kanye's crazy." <laughs> yeah, one of the the many times, but then they find out that he has three billion dollars and is designing shoes and went for president. So, like that was when he was first started taking pills, and I took clips from that. Hope they don't sue me for this. But I took clips from that where he was saying, I went to the hospital and I was taking two pills a day. Guess how many pills I left the hospital taking? Seven. He said, this world is is controlled. They're trying to control you. These pills, no. these pills take your genius away. No. They're trying to control you. No. He said, but today it ends. It ends today. So he was even telling people, like, don't take these pills. They're, no. they're messing up your mind. They're messing up your genius. You, uh, you even mentioned it made you feel monotone yep. or feel like you, your creativity is gone. You're just kind of just boring. And I wouldn't chill. be able to do this on that pill. No. I wouldn't be able to no, do I mean, this. Well, here's another mm-hmm. thing. 
real quick. You weren't supposed to walk or talk. You climbed a mountain this year, and you started a podcast with me. Yeah. Yeah. Woo! <laughs> so, yeah. Woo! Man, that's amazing, bro. That's amazing. That's inspiring to me. That's super inspiring. So that that's my message and has been since then. Like, I have too many friends that I've lost to pills, too many friends that I want to hang out with right now. But they got strung yeah. out on pills, and if I hang out with them, they try—they might bring me down a bad path. They try to rob me or extort me. That's where I'm at in life right now. I just don't. Uh, the past, the past. I use that accident as a reborn. I get to just yeah. forget about it. Whatever. I'm not that guy no more. I'm just some. I'm just some 27 year old with an old man's body. Boom. I'm just gonna fucking talk to people and love my life. That's all I'm gonna do. Man, and you're you're inspiring other people that may feel like they need those pills or need yep. that lean or need those that alcohol yep. or even de- or even need that weed. Because even at times, like if if it's time for you to put the weed down, it's time to put the weed down. Oh hell yeah, it is. You know what I mean? I have a song on my brand new album called Addiction. There's a and time it, and a place for everything. There's a time and a place for everything. It's called Addiction, and it's talking about putting the cup down, talking about sipping lean, and it's talking about putting the weed down and stopping rolling up. And I'm, I'm not really at the point where I'm going to say I'm, I, I, I want to never smoke weed again or something like that. But what I'm saying is if it's time to buckle down and get a job, if you're broke, your oh, expenses, for sure. Yeah. Your expenses, you know what I'm saying? Your, your expenses are higher than the money than you're, the, that you're making your profit. It's time for you to balance things out in your life and oh. say, I can't afford to smoke weed. This you is a find rich a man's medium. game. Yeah. This is a rich man's game. Or if your health is an issue and smoking is is hurting your lungs or something, and it's not actually helping because sometimes weed will even help your lungs. Don't let them try to fool you. But if it's time for you to stop smoking, it's time to stop smoking. You're on probation or something, it's time to stop smoking. You're you're trying to uh, clear out your system, it's time to stop smoking. You're fasting, talking to God, it's time to stop smoking. There's a lot of reasons to stop smoking, and I've, it's happened to me. It happens to me like, multiple times a year where God's like, Hey, put that down and talk to this person about me, put this down and go get this job, put this down and be the leader that you really can show them that you can be at work. Put this down to prove this person wrong about you because they're judging you right now. So we or anything, we're drinking water too much. Everything can be done. Like can be overindulged in everything. Like, you know, you never want to be, what is that? Gluttonous. Yep. Gluttonous. Yeah. Never want to be gluttonous. That's a good. That's a good thing. But you still got one more fucking album to shout out. Man, I ain't shout them out at all. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I got a lot more. Uh, so number three was step into the sanctuary. Number four album. <laughs> let me not mix this up. Was Street College Three. Street College Three. So step into the sanctuary, then it went to Street College Three. Um, then I dropped. So Street College Three is a continuation of Street College One and Two, which were EPs. They weren't full albums. Okay. And that was started in collaboration with Josh Goodlow, G Finesse. Um, What's an EP stand for? Just like a an extended playlist, so it's okay, shorter, okay. shorter than an album. Um, so then I dropped a full album, Street College Three, and then following that, so. That's a, what's that number five? Yeah, that, well, that's number you four. About that shit album first, but that's number four that of okay, your album. Four of my albums, and then we dropped twenty twenty vision. 
2020 vision. This one is very little known in Michigan because I dropped it in Cali. Um, but 2020 vision was an album is a collaborate compilation album, like a group album, dream team collective. So 2020 vision by dream team collective. It had songs for me and a bunch of people that I collaborated with in Cali. So if somebody's like Mandela, what you been working on while you're out in Cali, listen to 2020 vision. It's not even all my music. You heard it. You heard it here. 2020 vision, dream team collective fire artists, people that you're going to hear on there are going to be, Huge and, somebody, and, and yeah. they're gonna be somebody. Somebody, one of them is so big that she said, "Take me off the album and re-drop the album," because <laughs> I'm about to go work with some big people with that same song that I released it first in your studio. I want to do it as best as I possibly can. So, and, and it kind of hurt my feelings at first, but also I'm kind of proud. Like, shoot, yeah. my song was so fire. You want to keep investing more and more money into this one song? That's sick. And shout out Leek Javon too, my cousin Malik Williams, Leek Javon. He was helping run Dream Team Studios with me out in Cali. He was the head engineer with me, and he actually produced that beat for that artist, uh, Jess Jess Romaine. I, I don't know what she's going by. Lady Jess, uh, Fix You was the name of that song. So there's, you got to bump that album, but 2020 Vision. Next was 909s and Valentine's. Super slept on album, I think, right now. But I think it's something that's going to be beautiful for anybody. 909s and Valentine's? Yep. Have you ever heard of uh, Kanye West, 808s and Heartbreaks? Yep. Okay. I've heard of it. Heard of that? Yeah. Yeah. That one, that's, that album really inspired that one, 909s and Valentine's. It's fucking funny. I yeah. like that. I like that play on that. Heartbreaks, bro. If you've ever had your heart broken, don't, don't take your own life. Don't get on drugs. Just listen to that album and talk to God or pray if you're not into God or or meditate, take a walk. Go into the next chapter of your life. Go into the next chapter of your life and put that on. That's your soundtrack because, man. Because my my thing is, I I like to say, people have to say it to me a lot. My, My uncle said it the best. He told me, he said, don't stress about it. Don't think about it so much. Yeah. And that was when I was in the middle of my fucking freak out. And he was like, dude, just don't think about it. Don't stress about it. You'll just, be fine. Just let it go. Yep. Just let it go. Um, it's going to hurt. What What is that song it's called? Um, there's a song on 909s and Valentine's called The Pain. I just got to keep going. I'm trying hard not to show it. It's not good, and I know it, that I become numb. That's the name. Numb. Yeah. I become numb to the pain. So numb. That song right there on 909s and Valentine's is a good one. If you feel like you're like at the point where you're heartbroken, you want to give up, numb. Like listen that's to that one. song because that's how I was feeling at that moment. I'm gonna listen to that numb. shit and I'm not even heartbroken, dude. Bro, I was, but, but <laughs> I'm just full pain. Of love. <laughs> just right. just pain. Like if you're in pain and you're you're at the point where you don't want to like like you're cold because that's how I was feeling at that time. I'm not saying you're at that point, but anybody that's at that point that's listening that will be listening later, numb man because heartbreak will make you feel that way, but life will make you feel that way sometimes. Right. When people yeah. are cold blooded to you. And the world, the world's just uh, a ugly place sometimes, dude. You just gotta, 
You just got to fucking find find your happy medium and you got to keep striving. You got to know that some people just ain't good people. That's just, that's just, you got to just, uh, and you got to just know that you hold yourself accountable and make sure you do everything you're supposed to do. Make sure you go home every night and you think that I, I did enough and I, I spread love and I did what I was supposed to do. I didn't did knock part. anybody off off the rocker. That's, that's, right. that's, the only, that's the only thing that keeps me going. You see, it's so awesome when I hear people speak on their, like what keeps them going and then it lines up with the Bible. And I'm like, God, you be telling you you're making everything go. You sneaky motherfucker. You sneaky creator of <laughs> yeah. ours. Like you, you put the same thing. Like you're inside of all of us because yeah. what you're saying, like, it says in the word to not, like, if you cause a a little child to sin, it's worse for you to have a millstone hung around your neck and be thrown into the ocean. So what is that really saying? It's basically just saying. If you're a drug addict and I'm bringing drugs around you every day, that's bad. That's just as bad. That's just that's as bad. That's enabling. That, you're, you're enabling giving them, You're giving them that route. You're, what did you're you bringing just say? them the bridge. What did you just say? Enabling? Every day I wake up, I just, I just want, I didn't cause anybody else to stumble. I yeah, yeah. I, I don't want down. nobody to fuck. I don't want nobody to be like, man, that fucking T-Rep fucking really fucked my day up. <laughs> I don't want them to. You know, and that's why he has toxic tattooed on his face. That's That's a tattoo for me. It's Let's so, talk about some of the tattoos. Okay, man. so I, I want to hear about them because I'm I have tattoos. In my last in my last endeavor at fucking life, I wasn't I wasn't such a good guy. I would I liked the drugs. I liked doing. That's why I'm so against them right now. Is and I liked everything bad. I like doing just stupid shit. I wasn't a good person. I didn't think about nobody else. I thought about me. Okay, so. I got toxic on my chin because that's a reminder to me that if I look in the mirror and, and I'm a toxic person with it on my chin, then I, it's, that's too easy. And I think it's a really cool looking mm, tattoo, but like, it. but it's just the, the simple fact that I need to be able to see it. So I know I'm not going to be, it, it's holding myself, it's holding mm. myself accountable, you know, to that's, be, that's big. Be, and then the two skulls with the roses are for each time that I've, Woke up in the hospital. I woke up twice in the hospital. It mm. symbolizes life after death because my life has only gotten better since. Wow. You know, I, <sighs> I I battled these couple battles, and the other one's my uh, my uh, sign. It's a cancer sign. The, wow. And these ones are protection spells from other pagan prote protection spells. And then I got the space, the space and the star because I'm a shooting star, dude. Sick. <laughs> <I'm> just, <laughs> that's dope man man I'm a so star. i have a question what do, like did you know about that the spells that you're saying like do you like yeah. are you deep into that stuff yeah this one is a protection spell in battle i was i was in battle for two years in the nursing home recovering from an accident so that was the spell of protection to protect me from it and then this other this other one is a spell of illusion and deception. So, but I was using it as I was just hiding the pain. If I if I could if I could slow down the pain and learn how to breathe, and, and instead of focusing on the pain, I'm gonna hide it with learning how to breathe. Because when you control your breathing, that pain of them scraping off my my wound, my burn wounds and mm. shit all the time, that would stop. If I focused on breathing, if I covered that pain up with with breathing and and calming down i can fucking control that pain so 
they have more meanings than what it was used for when the pagans made it up. But ah, I see, it has my own meaning to it. It's it, it's it's Man. just something stupid, you know. I guess um, and right now, let me know, bro. Uh, if you're if you need me to shut up, let me know, bro. No, no. You're good. oh no, you're I'm good. inviting people. Okay, bro, like. Cause it, I I, I want to go deep like some Joe Rogan like yeah go Mike ahead Tyson that's why box. we call ourselves Monrogan sometimes I like yeah. it, I like it because bro I watched the Mike Tyson podcast the other day with Boozy little Boozy who like is known because he beat a murder charge and he's a dope rapper and Mike Tyson's known because he like almost kills people in the ring yeah and like I watched, <laughs> yeah <laughs> I watched like a murderer like like not a murderer because he beat the case he's good he's free right. But a man who defended himself, a tough, tough individual, talking and be told, no, you listen by this dude, <laughs> Mike Tyson, who everybody would listen. If he tells me to listen, I'm listening. Yeah, I'm listening. Yes, dude. sir. Yeah, what do you need? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and and he, he made him go deeper and he went he went deeper. So my question to you would be like, bro, like, um, I, I don't know anything about that. That's, that's why I went deeper with that question, because yeah. I don't know anything about pagan spells besides what i've read in the bible and from going out in california and meeting different people i did meet some people that were christians now or believers in christ now but their family was into witchcraft paganism uh, and stuff yeah, like that. all that and they they were into witchcraft and like uh wizardry and like i i love i love harry potter yeah i'm a nerd all the way through like i'm a rapping nerd in the you know, uh, yeah, in a sense, that, yeah. in a sense. So I love Harry Potter. So when I heard him saying this stuff, I was actually at the point where I was going out and ev- evangelizing, telling people about God out on the streets in the hood, yeah. out in California. And when I went with this dude, he decided that was a good time to tell me his family was into witchcraft yeah. and all that stuff, but he was not into that anymore. And he was like, "Oh yeah, all that stuff's real." Because I got to yeah. asking questions. He said, "That stuff's real, bro. That Harry Potter flying on brooms and stuff. That stuff's real. It really goes on." And that bl- it messed my mind and blew it's my mind. It's weird. It's it's not real, but it's it's the witchcraft and shit is real. But it's not like they ain't flying on brooms and stuff like that. But uh, the reason why I, I it'd be a lot cooler if they did, right? <laughs> the reason why I'm I go- just gonna put it out there. The person I was with told me that stuff's real, bro. Uh, I don't know about the broom. Oh no, but I witchcraft is a hundred percent real. Yeah, that is a hundred percent real. Voodoo and stuff like that. Yeah. That's that stuff's real. If I don't and know much, about, I don't know much about it, but I know. No, but like the pagan, the paganism. Why I think the the, uh, the spells mean a lot because pagan is derived off the earth. They're they're derived off of nature, and that's where my focus is. I believe that. Uh, I I'm in nature. I live on this earth. I gotta be a good earth. I gotta be a good earth inhabitant, You're and that's my reason for being on this earth. Got I gotta it. make this earth better before Boom. I fucking leave because that's my job. That's why we're all here. We're all organisms on this one earth trying to make it go. I agree, man. So that's huge, man. So I appreciate you sharing that. Um. But, like, it was awesome the fact that I was able to get out and evangelize and tell people about God with somebody that had a, a, had a different grown-up past. Yeah, that. yeah. He, had a different, he yeah. was speaking in tongues and everything and to the point where it was uncomfortable. Yeah. And then when he told me that, it kind of made sense. Yeah. Because even in the side that's not so 
with God. There's yep. sometimes they speak in tongues and talk languages that you don't understand. So that that kind of threw me off, but it also made me aware of how powerful this stuff is, man. Of of following a higher power, of living a certain way. I was in the EHIM, that nun house in uh, Monroe. Mm-hmm. The, I was in that for a nursing home. I was in there for a while, and I learned a lot about religion. I really wasn't a religion guy, mm-hmm. but some nun came in my. She was wine drunk too. She come in my my. Uh, <laughs> what is she was wine drunk? She just, <laughs> she she just, just dr- don't say a word like wine drunk and expect me not to laugh. Bro. She that's wasn't. She was well. like she was a little bit like <laughs> like buzzed up from the wine that she was walking around drinking. She come in there and sit down. And she said, okay. "What do you believe in?" And I said, "Really, I I really don't have a outlook on anything. I, I really haven't pursued nothing." And she said, "What you need to do is we gotta go find put you out there, Sister Mary." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sister Judith. But, uh, <laughs> so anyway, she, she came up and she said, you need to find something to believe in because regardless of it of it all, somebody has to find the God within. Somebody has to find that person that they're answering to. You're answer- She's the one that told me I'm answering to myself at the end of the night. Even if you're sleeping in a bed with fucking 40 people, you're still thinking about yourself and you're talking to yourself before you go to sleep, you know? And she was, she, she gave me a lot of wisdom on the, on the religion. She says, now. What does she mean by that? She, you're answering to something. To yourself. Following the God within. Okay. Was I a good person today? Did I oh, do okay. enough? And she said, she pointed to religion. Now, you don't have to be a Christian or a fucking Catholic or a fucking anything, but what you have to do is if you research every religion, then you can see that every religion has about the same views because mm-hmm. if, you're a fucking, if you're a fucking good person and you care about others and you do, that's following the higher power. So basically all it's, you know, it, it was, so I researched all the religions while I was in there and I be, I just, I, I, I believe in the God within that there's a lot, there's a lot to a lot more. And now I believe in something bigger than me. And, and, and it's just, maybe it's just me answering to myself, but it's still a lot different than what the fuck I thought before the accident, you know? So, mm. Okay. It's kind of the same, Thank just different. Sure. It's different like finding terrible. God. It's it's like finding like, God, but y- you call it God's path. We call it the synchronicity wave. Same thing, really. It it's just paying attention to what the universe or God give is showing you. Science. It's just different terminology, really. That's all it is. And even if you go into each religion, there is there's shit about nature being good to to you and others and the only thing that's different is where they live their lifestyle was different when you live in a different climate your lifestyle is different what about jesus because i feel like that's also a key factor that i found that's different i see i'm not that deep into it like Um, an answer for your sins because sometimes religions will give you a lot of information but then they don't have an answer for you're right i'm living sinful and I'm, let's say I'm, I I believe that I, I can have multiple wives. But yeah, what is there, is there an answer for my sin? Like I'm sinning in my creator. What are they going to do to me when I die? Are they going to blame me for all of these sins I've been doing? The things that were doing wrong? Because yep. you, you even said you're answering to your internal self. 
and you're trying to make sure every day I'm not doing something to harm something else or nature or anything. Well, if that's the case, what about all the times where you didn't do good? See, I feel like that accident was my payback for that because I went through torture. So you and believe that there is payback? I'm a good guy. I'm a good guy. You believe that there is payback? I got karma for... the fuck out. That's what I really think. So, because, yeah, you yeah. believe there's karma. Because I got set straight. I got a whooping, and I am I went to my room crying. <laughs> I got a whooping, and well, now I'm better. To, yep. me and the, to me, that's inspiring to me for my faith. Karma, karma that, ate my ass, and I'm That you, you have yep. a testimony to share yep. that I was living a certain way, and I felt it. Yep, and I was living a certain way, and I got smacked with a van. Is is what happened? That, and, and what I believe in Jesus Christ is that I am living a certain way, and I deserve to be smacked and punished, yeah. and hit for it, and to be. Oh, I to felt feel that. every bit of it, but I believe that Jesus Christ died on the cross for my sins, and he he felt every bit of it. Yeah, the pain yeah. he felt every bit of that. Not saying that I'm not gonna get smacked up a little bit. It were or a lot of bit in life, but that's just that's the belief that yeah. I believe. And I guess that my question is: in any other religion, have you found? Because uh, I don't, I'm not, I don't diss other religions. No, no. Have you ever found anything like that where it's like, I, I'm doing uh, an accountability for your sins? I, I, I haven't. Not like that. That's why I, I was in a nun house too. So I was also. You know, th- these ladies were married to God, so yep. you know I was. So they knew. They, they were knew by, Jesus. Yeah, they knew exactly okay. all about that. And the one lady told me, she's like, "You know, maybe, maybe you just weren't living so great." And they had to set you and straight. And that was the same lady. And she was no, no, it was a different lady. Okay. I was walking past her, and I was just walking by, and she's like, she "You know, you know, honey, maybe, maybe you just weren't living the right way, and, and you had to get a reality check." Them nuns are no joke. How you gonna say some stuff like that? <laughs> bitch, I swear to God, listen, I ain't walking past her fucking house, Yo, no heck one. No, bro. Yeah, but that's Ooh, that's. I believe it because I went to school at Meadow Montessori, and it was in the nun house in Monroe. Yep. So I knew they weren't no joke. We didn't want to mess with them nuns. Oh, oh yeah, actually now. Now they're old as shit, and they all sit there watch football. Fucking, I was playing. I was playing poker with pennies up there, dude. Watching football, they were drinking so much wine. I, I might have got wine drunk with them. I mean, you know, so you're basically saying that's that nuns here are lit. There. The nuns that you were with were lit. Like they I were had a good time. I had the best experience recovering from this fucking accident. I got to hang out with You ladies. should go back sometime and just be like, hey, I do, y'all, but y'all. it's COVID happened. And okay, I, yeah, I don't right want to, yeah. I care when about this them. Is over, you know? yeah, that's dope, but before bro. that happened, I, I went back there all the time and they would, they would remember women that don't have no recollection of what happened yesterday. Know that I'm fucking, well, what's up? Hi, Tyler. How you doing? They, they know me. I was the guy screaming in the, in the other room because they had to do wound change on me. And I was Man. screaming in the other room. They they remember me, the tattooed biker fucking that screamed down the down the hallway. I bet, man. That's that's one of the reasons I've always been a little weary. Like I don't get, I don't do bikes, man. Yep. I don't want to feel that that fall off. But man, uh, I do want to ask, like, man, like I want to shout out Mother Judith or who, whoever that was, who Sister who, Judith, Sister yep. Judith, because she. She asked you a tough question, and she showed I know me, that was awkward. I know that was awkward. She gave me, uh, listen, she gave me a, a, a door out of my pain. She gave me a door to research about this shit. Now, mm-hmm. now I'm reading 
up on stuff that I would have never thought about. And I'm not focused on my fucking, my burn wounds. I'm focused on this. Oh my God. Is this lady fucking right? Or was she wine drunk? Bro. The thing, the reason why I, want, I like talking about this is this world gets us so distracted that we don't even talk about what's next. Yep. I feel like that's the biggest trick to the media and everything. Social media, everything. Nobody knows. Nobody knows, but nobody talks about it. Bro, did you? Did anybody? Hey, you have a bad dream last night. Did God talk to you? Did, did your creator say give you any hints? Yeah. We should be talking about it. I don't back dream in at the night. day. I mean, I stopped for a while too, man. I lost those. But shoot, the people that are getting the dreams back in the day, they used to be the dream guys. Yeah, and they would to talk to everybody. The, yeah, I'm reading the book of Jeremiah right now. He's a dream guy, so that's my whole point. Is like. Yeah, everybody might not be dreaming right now, but God is talking to somebody in their dreams right now. Somebody, yep, it's the higher power. That's the yeah, subconscious yeah, the, mind. That's what I mean. It so goes whatever deep. you believe, the creator is talking to somebody right now. So yep. the um, my point in that is we're going through some crazy times, plagues, uh, viruses, and fires, and wars, and civil unrest. So my point in that is, why don't we ever talk about, like, you don't ever hear, today on the news we have a segment on what what the smart genius scientist thinks next yeah. in life. Yeah. You're, you're not, even the scientists that will try to disprove the Bible and all that stuff. When have you ever heard the scientists come out with a claim, all right, so after you die, this is what happens. Uh, it's yeah. just nothing. Not anymore, not nowadays. It's just nothing. I've We've successfully found out that nothing happens when you die. G- the end. Let's talk about basketball. No, bro. Let's talk about it. What's next? Uh, I have no fucking idea, Here's my idea, thing. Dude. Is we are energy, right? Our souls are energy. Energy is never destroyed. It's only displaced. Also, another thing is, look at everything in the universe. It all has a blueprint of sorts. Where's the blueprint come from? Hmm. You know? There's got to be some sort of creator in my eyes. Mm-hmm. I'm not quite where you are yet. I'm still learning. I'm still figuring things out. But Me too. I've come to that point at least. There has to be some sort of yeah, creator. Everything has a basic something. Some, yeah. Trees. Like, all like trees the fact that we all. My bad to, but to cut, no, cut you're you good. off. Um, the fact that we all think like that. Like, oh, shoot. This was wrong that I did this. This was right that I did this. Why are we all think like that? We're completely different, bro. How yep. you grew up and how I grew up. And yep. Out of all the topics, though, you could go to any human being on the whole world and be like, hey, man, when you touched that eye of the stove, it was hot. Yep. So that was wrong to touch that. that was, Ooh, yeah, hot. That was, that's hot. hot. Hot, bad, this good, bad. Like, everybody knows what's good and what's bad. And I think that that's something that we don't talk about enough. Even if you can't prove what is going to happen next because nobody knows, you can talk about the little hints to what we are yeah you yeah. know what i mean yeah. like what we are like let's figure this shit out dude. like yeah bro i know what's good and what's bad so what's the point of that like why are we all in this test of what's good and what's bad that's it that's that's 100 percent. you're right like let's, we let's get think outside earth? the box dude let's fucking go somewhere else with this bullshit yeah <laughs> like, Just, i bet you there's another test after this like okay you did what's right and what's wrong now you got to do the test of this. Yeah, yeah it, you're right. That's yeah. You chose to pick the right way. Now you're on this next fucking chapter. If you choose the wrong way, then you go this fucking way. You know, or maybe another planet. Like right. we, we did this planet. Now you got to go help this planet. 
That'd be sweet. That'd be sweet. That'd be sweet. As I long, like these kinds of, kind as of talks. You know as mean? long as I leave a footprint <laughs> on every planet I go to, and that's Boom. all. I, uh, yeah, yeah. That, that if I make an impact, I'll be okay. Well, you are. You yeah. are right now. I, w- I would. Yep. But yeah, I know whatever planet you go to, you're going to. And yeah, that's I would love what to. I mean, yeah. like that's that's now that's some big powerful talk right there. That's that's some encouraging talk. Yeah. So when you're having a tough moment where you're feeling like, oh, it's a tough night. I don't want to go to sleep. Yeah. You can think about that. Like, yep. hey, I made a mark on this planet. Yep. I changed this planet. I'm making this. I'm 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 getting my voice out there, getting <laughs> my story out there, and helping other people promote themselves and make people feel good about themselves. So it makes me feel like I'm fucking on cloud nine. I feel like I'm famous already. You are, bro. Like, like I, like I do. I just feel like, oh my god, if one person just said, oh my god, I I watch your morning cup of tea and I think that's the best shit ever, I'll be like, boom, that's worth it. I'll do it again. Man. So, I don't... I, and you guys are on all platforms, right? Yep. yep. Like, man, because I know I saw you guys on Snapchat. I'm trying to get back on Snapchat, get back to it, and then on Twitter as well. Those are two platforms I kind of fell off. We slack on the Twitter. That's our worst one. Twitter? Yeah. We yeah, Mostly we're on too. Facebook and Spotify and iTunes, radio, or not radio, I, I, pi, I, podcast. iHeartRadio or whatever. iHeartRadio. Uh, tune in. Anything you listen to, anything on, we're on it. That's fire. So as I be beeline back to the topic that we we're on, the last album, um, before my current album, after nine oh nines and Valentine's, is with my homeboy, my cuz, my fam, Leek Javon, Leek Javon times Mandela. The vaccine. Leak Javon times Mandela the vaccine, or Mandela times Leak Javon the vaccine. So that is actually my latest tape, I believe. You uh, either nine hundred nines and Valentine's or, or the vaccine is my latest project that I've released. Is that homecoming? And then Homecoming King is dropping at the end of this month, ten thirty one Halloween, getting real spooky. Out That's awesome. I like yeah. that. And I call it Homecoming King. Um, well, actually, let me, let's talk about the vaccine first. Okay. So, 909s and Valentine's, shout out to my ex. Bro, we broke up after 10 years. That's what the album is about. Um, the vaccine is about what we're going through right now, this global yep. pandemic in the world. Like, we, I kind of already saw it coming that it was going to get worse and worse, and then they were going to try to give us a vaccine. Yep. I don't want to take a vaccine. Me I don't neither. take flu shots or any of that stuff right. really that much at all. I don't take any of that stuff, so... Agreed. I believe that I can pray and get through it. I can na- eat naturally, eat healthier. Eat healthier, and it's going to kick from that shit's eat, ass. Yep. And it's going to kick his butt. So that's what I believe. So I knew hmm, this is going to be a play to get us to take the vaccine, just like they were getting us to take pills. Maybe people aren't taking pills enough. We're going to get them to take this vaccine. Yep. Or why they have to take it. They're going to make a ton of money. And there's a that's bunch of how, companies That's how we'll dumb down, down the population. That's how we'll dumb them down. And they'll control and they'll yep. track and they'll whatever they want to do. So trying to bring the whole world to compliance. Or or it might be a way that they're slipping something into your brain through the water. You know? Anyway. I, who, who knows? I I know this is all sounds crazy and ridiculous, but it's just you can't I can't personally trust anybody. Nope. You gotta fucking you gotta know what's right. You gotta do you Show me show me you you making it. Somebody who yeah. <laughs> I don't even like people rolling up with yeah, unless I saw right. what you rolled up. So it's like I don't I don't trust a, a 
as much as I love my country, I don't trust a country that's already had a history of giving people vaccines and getting them sick. Yeah. And like testing them like they are, like they're test like oh. guinea pigs. So yeah, yeah don't do that. That's like what the that. vaccine's about. And the last but not least, homecoming king. I was I was voted homecoming king at Monroe High, um, in two thousand and eight. Hanging on to that real tough, huh? I still hold on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was waiting oh, yeah. for that I joke, know, dude. I know, I know. We couldn't leave without that one. I'm holding on to it. I still got the uh, the varsity jacket. But, That's uh, sweet, dude. I seen it in the uh, one of your videos, a couple of your videos, actually. Yeah, my most recent video, I had it in there um, for Monopoly. My, that's my latest yeah, that's music video. Was. I dropped 100 Ways, and I dropped Monopoly. Um, but, yeah, um, Homecoming King's about winning that, but it's more so about the fact that I'm coming back home from California, finally. So your homecoming, it's your homecoming it's too. It's my homecoming, dude. I like that. That I like how deep your shit goes. That's really cool. Yeah, I like. I always like to have a message. I appreciate that, by the way. But I always like to have a message. So, of course, it's like everybody's gonna think, "Oh, he's still yep. talking about the fact that he won homecoming king in yep. high school." Get over it, man. But the reality, I of like it roasting is, you though. Yeah, you know, no, it's fun to roast. I want. I would love to have a roast where you just roast right. me. Really, <laughs> I'm down for that. But uh, the it's really about the fact that I'm coming back home. And I want to do my part to to help. Now you want to put you want to put your hometown on the map. I want to put them. That's on. that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to put a re- this region on a fucking. We're trying to get us out here, you know, because there's a lot of fucking people doing something around here. That everybody everybody's doing something, you know. And a lot of them are drugs. <laughs> yeah. You're not, yeah you're, you're not you're not wrong, you're not wrong. wrong a lot of people are doing something creative and a lot of people are doing drugs so my whole point is if we're bored and we're in the house doing drugs let's just get creative let's share our testimony yeah, let's paint something do let's something paint man something, let's create together that's that's exactly what i wanted to to really that's all i have to say today is you see my discography of work this is a testimony of who i am yeah and now that you see that I've done it, you can do it too. And I'm here to help you. I'm home. I'm here to help you um, to, to follow your dreams and accomplish your dreams because you are stars. Like my brothers just said here, there's so many of you around here that are talented, that are already celebrities, that are already stars. But you're looking up to these celebrities and stars that are really looking up to you. People, everybody in the rap game and in the entertainment, entertainment business wants a Detroit rapper right now because they know we go through the hardest, the toughest upbringing in the cr- the most crooked stuff. Our, our gut, like Kwame Kilpatrick. And like, yeah. like, I don't want to speak on it, but like there's so much stuff that we go through that's tough, and they know that pressure builds a diamond. Yep. Don't think Monroe's not an extension of yep. Detroit. When I move right in the middle to, between Detroit and Toledo, there's drugs everywhere. When I move out to Cali and I tell people I'm in Monroe, they're like, what? Oh, I was 30 minutes from Detroit. Oh, you from Detroit? Oh, Detroit. What's up, bro? Detroit. Uh-huh. Look. It, we're an extension. No, bro, Monroe County, baby. Monroe County, <laughs> in town. We used bro. to be three one three back in the day. You dig? It's an extension, man. And, and at the end of the day, Monroe is an extension of Detroit too. Like it we're is. about to make Monroe so big that people are going to be like, oh, "I'm from Detroit." Oh, you mean Monroe? Yeah. yeah. That's <laughs> that what you're doing. That, that's a goal. That's Hell a goal. Yeah. That's a high goal. It's gonna happen. You can do it. You can do it. We can do it. <laughs> we can all do it. To put everybody we can definitely on. do it. We were we were on Oprah, by the way. Monroe was on Oprah. Yep. I don't know if Detroit was ever on Oprah. No disrespect. Yeah. I'm sure they had people that were from Detroit on Oprah. But Monroe, 
was yeah, on Oprah. It was. I remember that. Monroe was where Eminem came with Stephen Colbert. Yeah, yes. Well, let's talk about it. Yes, on, he man. did. Well, I forgot sweet. about that. Shout out Stephen Colbert and Eminem for coming to Monroe County and going to our, our little old TV station, Impact. Shout out Impact. That's Fire, Fire TV station. And they did a, a hilarious interview. And I don't know if a lot of people know this, but like two weeks later, I dropped a music video or a few weeks later, I dropped a music video at the same location that they did the interview and trolled the mess out of them in the video. Oh, hell yeah, dude. <laughs> so That's I thought sweet. that was classy. I like that. What that time awesome. are we at? Oh. About two hours. Oh, shit. We went that long? Yep. Classic. Yeah. Classic. That was awesome, dude. I can't believe it. I, I'm excited that I got to introduce you back to fucking Monroe, dude. I got to put you. <laughs> Love. That's sweet, dude. We gotta get we gotta get BTS in here. We gotta get everybody you work with in here. We gotta talk to. So hopefully that opens up a a tree branch. You know the branches out, so we can interview everybody that's doing shit that you know. You know. I'm here to help. If you need me to connect the dots, just let me know, man. Fuck yeah, man! And I need your autograph on my fucking table. Let's get it. Yeah, that's awesome. I'm down. Well, do you want to wrap up? You got anything more to plug in? You got anything uh, to say? What did, how did people get a hold of your social medias? Give it us, give us all that. Much love, man. I appreciate that. So you can find me on online at youngmandela.com. That's my EPK, youngmandela.com. Or you can find my company, my brand, Dream Team Home Studios, my label, Dream Team Home Studios at dreamteamhomestudios.com. And then on Instagram, we're at Dream Team Home Studios is my business page. And to follow me on Instagram, it is at Young Mandela. And same on Twitter, same on Facebook. Dude, fucking thank you for coming. For real, dude. It feels thank like a, a rap legend's in here, bro. For real. Man, much love. Monroe rap legend, that. for real, dude. We literally love. banged you out in that motherfucking you did. That possum alley, dude. So, <laughs> Man, I didn't know about possum alley, but shout out possum alley and yep. the whole click that's Oh, all my, all my homies know about that. They're like, oh, shit. <laughs> all right, dope. man. It's been episode. This is episode 20 of Pillar Talk, and I love every single one of you. Have a wonderful day. God bless.